I heard a nasty rumor uh, while I was away, floating mm. around in the aethers, mm-hmm. that uh, you guys were talking shit while I wasn't here. Yeah. Always. And by talking shit, I mean saying really nice things you knew I wouldn't let you get away with for that right. long. That's well, why we did it. That's like, absolutely Neither one of correct. you guys were like, hey, let's talk about me. <laughs> so we thought we would. Uh-huh. It was fun. It was fun. I listened to it. It was very sweet. We love you. I was only mildly offended in a good way, so, <laughs> if that makes sense. Good. Did you feel awkward? A little. It yeah. is I was sitting alone people. in my living room after I got home from my trip listening to it, like, ah, ah. Right. Ah. Oh, this is my That's podcast. Really sweet. And ah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't like it if someone talked about me like that. Oh, no. It's, uh, you know, no, it was awesome. You. It was weird not being here, though. Yeah, yeah we missed episode. you. After 54 weeks in yeah. a row. First time in over a year. Yeah. Missing, and missing a jar. And that was just silly, like, weird stuff going on. And we're like, mm-hmm. it was really funny because we kind of planned for it, like, yeah. w- ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And then when it came time for execution, we just whiffed. Didn't. Yeah. Totally forgot. Yeah. Forgot <laughs> completely. Like, see ya. Have a good one. I'd say, I'd say, you, Zach, a text message. What was that on, like, like Monday, Tuesday? Yeah. I was like, like hey, hey, something just occurred to me. <laughs> and you were like, Oh shit, huh? <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed until like the day of the show. I've been mm-hmm. like, oh shit, I got nothing put out. What? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Let's yep. talk smack about Jeff and Shade while they're gone. But here we are. I'm back, baby. Yeah, welcome yes. back. What is this? Jar so 50. Glad. 55. Five. It's the junior sayout. I'm all fucked up because I missed one. You football folk in the 90s. Yeah, it's weird now because you're off one. Yeah, way to go, Shaden. I know. I ruin everything. And, and we may <laughs> have. Give me enough time. I'll fuck it up. I'll wreck it. <laughs> and we may have a Jeff back. Next week or the week after? We're not sure. It would probably be the week after if all things happen that we hope. Nice. We'll see. be fucking sick. Yeah. It'd be fun to see how he's been. I know you guys have been chomping at the bit to hear from mm-hmm. him. He's definitely got some adventure stories for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, punching squirrels and actually really kicking squirrels in the, cha- mm-hmm. in the taint. Mm-hmm. That's mainly his thing that he's been up to. <laughs> With the chainsaw, too. I think we should turn him into our man in the field, like our, our on-site reporter. Right? <laughs> uh, so there's uh, hurricane-level winds yeah. out here. <laughs> That's a bear. <laughs> squirrels aren't happy. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> we appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> well, so how was Oregon? You got to see your father? Yeah. And your mother? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. still uh, it's still there. I had a great time, actually. It was a really good trip. I, uh, we packed a lot in. It was one of those trips where every day we did something, mm-hmm. um, which meant I came home kind of exhausted. Mm-hmm. I needed a vacation for my vacation. For real. But... That's was, a good vacation. It was great. Got to go uh, see my ocean and uh, ripped around. I went to a beach that I've been to several times. But I've never been to it when the tide was so far out. Oh. Like, there's a spot where, like, really tall rock faces where the waves usually crash and spray up. Mm-hmm. Been like that every time I've ever been there. This time, they weren't even underwater at all. Oh, so wow. I got to go ripping over there and, like, climb around at low tide and look at all these critters that were, you know, stuck in tide pools. Love and, it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, drank a lot of beer, had some campfires, played some songs. Nice. It was a normal kind of yeah. Oregon trip. Yep. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. No complaints. Oregon's like a black hole to me. A lot of things have happened there that I can't remember driving through there. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Mm. And there's some things I do remember, too. I've, I've said it 30 times on the show, though. I don't want to go off on the pine anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have one really good memory of Oregon, and it's down at Myrtle Beach, uh, which is kind of southern. And uh, I took the kids there. We had a, a family cabin there. And I took the kids there and spent the weekend. And uh, my one of my most favorite memories is getting up at 5.30 in the morning, 
having coffee. It had to do with coffee, of course. And of course. <laughs> but I had my coffee. When you walked out the back slider, you walked onto, basically walked onto the beach. That's awesome. Um, so I walked out there. I had to walk through some woods, you know, a little bit, not much. And then walked out on the beach and had my coffee bundled up in a big blanket. Mm. And it was foggy as fuck. And it was amazing. I loved it. Mm. Lasted about an hour and a half before my son toddled out. And he was three. Hmm. You know, and I saw him off in the distance, and I'm like, "Yeah, well, off in the there distance." There goes all the peace and quiet. <laughs> I was you saw him washing out to see you. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. He was standing oh, at the. Here comes all the peace <laughs> and quiet. I was, honest, I was honestly probably fifty feet. You know, I wasn't that far, but he was at the tree line, standing there in his diaper. It's cute. <laughs> just shitting in the ocean. <laughs> he was just at the tree take line. Take that ocean. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Let's take one for humans. Maybe he was three, but yeah amazing loved yeah. it Oregon's so when awesome. i think of oregon that's what i think of yeah when i was a little kid my aunt moved to the coast and we visited her a couple times and again they're like don't touch the ocean it'll suck you in mm-hmm. but i remember seeing whales and they're like that was the whole point they made a big deal they're like we're gonna sit out on the on the patio and we're gonna look at whales and we saw a bunch of whales it was mm. cool and they had, i love it it's just like fireworks pictures <laughs> i mean these are this is in like the 80s yeah so they're taking pictures of this whale that's really beautiful with your eyeballs right and then you look at the picture and you're like what is that it's a, it's a tail or something and it's like you it's show people and you're like tiny dot in the water the what is worst. that yeah please don't show me these photos <laughs> I, I could get a book and look at them i could yeah. go to a zoo i almost showed you guys some photos i took on the beach when i got here mm-hmm. and i had that exact same thought i was just like nobody fucking cares <laughs> <laughs> they want to see. It was photos. cool when they were there, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like the fireworks thing. It's like, look at the explode! Wow, yeah. mm-hmm. what an experience! It's like it doesn't translate over. No, it really doesn't. not at all. Like <laughs> we can we can go watch a sci-fi movie with that, CGI, bro. That firmly in the category of you had to be there. Yes, yep, indeed. Yep. I love the ocean, though, man. I uh, mm-hmm. I read this meme that I thought was funny, but actually has some truth to it. That said, uh, the emotional hard reset button for humans yes. is accessed by staring at the ocean for 45 minutes. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yep. kinda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. It, is yeah. it kind of is. I remember I had a very similar memory to yours, um, Amara, where I was sitting on, uh, it was the Washington coast. I went to La Push for a week. Oh, for yeah. all you Twilight fans out there, that's right. I stayed in Twilight Town for a week <laughs> on I the Caillou no Reservation and I didn't come back as a werewolf. So, oh, nice. you And you know. aren't twinkly. And there was a, there was a full moon a while I was there and it was a blood moon uh, and I was like if it's gonna happen it's yeah, gonna happen so we, we, and it was my brother's birthday when we were there mm-hmm. and he was like the you whole time the whole him. time me and him were like dude if if at least he doesn't turn into a werewolf on this trip <laughs> then it's bullshit then it's impossible yeah. there's no way <laughs> everything lined up it was a perfect storm bullshit <laughs> but I had I had a moment like that where I woke mm-hmm. up way earlier than ever it was still dark mm-hmm. and a lot of people I've talked to, they say it freaks them out hearing the ocean when they can't see it. Really? I fucking love oh, it. I love I it. Too. I love it. Because it's like, it's like a weird like sensory deprivation mm-hmm. thing, but you still get that like sound and mm-hmm. energy from the waves rolling in. And I, I did the same thing. I went and sat down by like the yeah. embers of the fire we had the night before, just mm-hmm. little smoldering embers with a cup of coffee when I could still drink the stuff. Yep. And, and I, I took a blanket down there and I just mm-hmm. sat there and listened. Fuck, it was so nice. <laughs> the first time I made it back to the ocean, um, after years, you took me. I went, uh, Zach took me back to California mm-hmm. um, for a visit, actually. And you really I hadn't, took me because you showed me all the places. I but didn't I, know well, I we, drove there. We went together, uh, and I hadn't actually stood on the beach out in the Santa Cruz area where I spent all my time growing up. Um, I hadn't stood on that beach for 
what it I think I figured it was like 20 years yeah something like 19 that. years and the moment I got on the pier because we were I wasn't even on the beach yet I was on the pier and I made eye contact with a sea lion <laughs> and arr, arr, there he was ship. out in the water and I made eye contact with him and I just fucking bawled I just cried <laughs> because of the relief and the That's home from, feeling yeah. yeah it was just amazing it's almost like of course it wasn't the sea lion you know but it felt like you know hey welcome back because you know? I was, yeah, that's right because i was born in boise idaho i get that same I know vibe this is gonna be a every time comment. i look at a potato <laughs> i'm like man oh i made man. eye contact with that little potato you saw that coming a mile I did. away didn't i did you? i knew it. he gets this look in his eyes i wish one of these days uh hopefully we'll soon we'll be able shit to lord glint yeah. in his eye we'll, we'll, be doing, we'll be doing jar via video and audio right. and you guys will be able to see some of these little oh they don't Little tells that he has. It'll be a whole new page ripped out of your Art of War book. <laughs> I know. I, I can't play <laughs> no, anymore. No. <laughs> I, I take away. You know, speaking of sea lions, uh, my mom. My stepmother, but was she's eaten my mom. By a sea lion this yeah, yeah, she's gone. Yeah. She's <laughs> should have led with that. <laughs> still a great trip, though. Go fun, <laughs> GoFundMe.com. Um, <laughs> still a great trip. Overall, still would have uh, overall it's, positive. Overall, she always said that's how she stars. wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> eaten by a sea lion in front of her family. <laughs> it's really a classic American tale. Yeah, you know, burial at sea, kinda. <laughs> People in Iowa just wish they had that kind of option. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she told me a story about uh, it was like a grandpa by marriage. Doesn't matter. One, some family member of hers who mm -hmm. lived on the Oregon coast. And apparently at one time there was like a, a bounty on sea lions because the population was so out of control that really? it was like fucking up the, the fishing trade, which mm -hmm. is how most of the families there made their right. livelihood. Mm -hmm. So so they started putting bounties on sea lions. Like, you, you, oh, bring, us, you, you bring us a dead one, mm -hmm. we'll pay you for it. Just to control the population. And this guy, apparently, and I, I kind of believe it because if you've met her family, it's like, yeah, they probably would do some crazy shit like that. <laughs> but apparently he would go out there with a fucking knife and just jump off the pier like like and just go get fucking sea lions. Oh, like he would like wait for him to be swimming around and he'd just fucking jump in there and blah, like Rambo that shit. Oh that God, is too that's overzealous. That is I, overzealous. That's what I said. I was like, You can't kill sea puppies. No, no exactly. <laughs> so when I was but it was like if it's either that or your family starves, then you go starve, <laughs> then you starve. fucking guy. What <laughs> that's what dig, I said. I was like, I don't think some, I could do it. Go dig some potatoes. Yeah. No. That'd be the day I left the coast, I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> so when can't I, kill the sea I went to uh, Humboldt State <laughs> University. I went to college out there. And I was part of the Marine Mammal Rescue Center. Um, and we actually, I, I remember one sea lion, actually it was a seal, it was a harbor seal, mm. got shot, uh, had a bullet wound. And also had... Uh, I'm making had, a pouty face right now I for know. all of you that can't see But it, he had, his back end had also gotten tanged and, tangled up in some uh, fishing net. Oh, make it worse. Okay. So we... So act, he was we, paraplegic and you guys put like some fake flippers we, on him? We, <laughs> we rescued <laughs> him um, and I sat in the back of the truck and basically took a washcloth and salt water because we had a... It was like a 35 minute drive mm -hmm. to where we had to drop him off. And I sat back there and he was so chill. Um, but I sat back there and, and just kind of put water on him, made yeah. sure he stayed moist. Got to keep the sea dog salty. And uh, then <laughs> salty dog. It took it took four men to get him out of the back because he was in this big. It was a cage basically, yeah. but it was 
Um, they're hefty, aren't they're, they? They're huge. Four men had to pull this thing out of the back of this big ass truck. They're like eight hundred pounds, thousand pounds. I, I don't remember. I know it was a it was a female, but it was big. Um, but yeah, we had all kinds of interesting little rescue things that we did. You hmm. know, sea otters, mostly um, harbor seals. Mostly. Um, and because they were shot, people were just tar- using them for target practice. It was awful. <sighs> Okay. I know, but this was in ninety. Cowards! Two. Yeah. Fight them with your teeth. Yeah. See how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> this is ninety-two. That this happened ninety-two or ninety-three. Hmm. So, and hmm. they were still shooting them then. Yeah, that's not even that long ago. Mm-mm. No. No. Feels like a blip in time to the us nineties kids. Yeah. Uh, that's when we were listening to Pearl Jam like crazy. Uh, so hey. You guys want to talk about anxiety of the door and the phone? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So we opened this can of worms on the patio yes, during our did. planning session, mm-hmm. and we're like, you know, we should save this one. Yeah. Should, it's highly relatable. Well, it's yes. interesting that all of us feel this way. And so the way is when somebody calls you on your phone, which is it's called a phone still, which probably shouldn't be, <laughs> a lot of us experience this thing like, no, you shouldn't call me. Stop it. Why? A lot of people love. Why? <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I see FaceTime, I'm like, I hate whoever you are, even if I love them very much. I'm like, no, I, no. <laughs> I don't have my makeup on. My goodness. <laughs> I haven't yeah. showered yeah. for It's bad days. enough when you call me, but like I was in, I was at home with the curtains closed and you yeah. had the audacity to ask to see my face. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Did I put the lube away? Who You're going to judge me. Who do you think you are? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am curious. Curious how many of our listeners actually have their ringer on? How oh, many shit. right now? Check. How many of you actually have the ringer to your cell phone on? I have most of my notifications off in general. See, my the phone. my ringer is never on unless there is uh, a very important phone call that I'm waiting on or text message that I'm waiting on. So if there's an emergency from the family, they're they're not reaching me. (laughs) Same. The only reason I've ever had my ringer not on silent is if I set it to a really dope song. And I was like... (laughs) For a few days, you're like, I'll be like, like, it'll be okay if that interrupts my life for a little while. (laughs) Fair enough. Crappy ass speakers and crappy ass... I'm just curious because we have a phone on us, a telephone. You know, it's a cell phone, but it's a phone uh, on us. 24 7 basically and mm. pretty much everyone's got one attached to their body um We're cyborg baby. but mm-hmm. none i bet you i'll bet you anything 90 percent of our listeners don't have their ring around yeah. at least 90 percent. and if they do we clearly can't trust them <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong they haven't been paying attention for the last 20 years but i will say ringtones no <laughs> although we have ringtones download.skycast.com Yep. Yeah, do. we do, mm-hmm. actually. Um, but that's the, the only valid excuse to turn your ringer on. Yeah, it's for Skycast. Okay, so that's another thing I have to bring up. My ringtone <laughs> is Time Traveling Jesus. And I never realized how anxiety-inducing, because I, I love the theme song for Time Traveling Jesus. It's fucking rad. But I never realized how anxiety-inducing it was until I turned my ringer on because I was waiting for a call from my mother. And she called. And, okay, so for those of you who might have this ringtone, Zach does this thing in the very beginning of the this ringtone. Breath. It goes, he goes. <gasps> yep. And it's scary. Yes. Big breath. <gasps> and it scares yep. me every time. Every <laughs> single time. Because your phone's time. like taking a like, breath. Like, oh, God. Because what? it starts. It's a lie. It is. The singularity is now. <laughs> it's a giant gasp. The phone is vibrating on the table. And then he's doing the Jesus thing. Right. <laughs> Skynet is aware. <laughs> it's right. It so scares me. Yeah, I'm sure you're not the only one Anxiety. that's that. When I heard right. it, because you have it so loud, too. It's like, Jesus, that's... I wouldn't do that. Well, I turned my ringer up, my so I didn't, I didn't miss my mom's phone call. 
You know you what? Know? My dad is a good man, which we've talked about a lot on the podcast. And we will continue. But he doesn't put his phone on vibrate. And his ringtone, if I didn't know my dad as I know my dad, I would assume based on this fact alone that he was a psychopath. <laughs> oh, no. What is it? Because it is the, the quintessential, most loudest, shrill office phone from the fucking no. early oh. 2000s. Like... Oh, but, no way. but not softened at all. Like it's just, oh. a, it's the you never. Nobody ever wanted to hear it. That's telling. Ever. He's a mess. At any point, yeah. That's what's happening. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, He's hurting every, himself. dude. It went like off like something. three times when I was there visiting, and I was like, Why? That's you. Yeah. <laughs> no. You're calm blue oceans guy. What the hell? How do you do that? Why? My my mother's ringtone is an actual. It's the it's the ringing phone from like 19. 19- 85. Yeah. Uh, or even 1975. It's got that She actually metal... had a bell installed on the cell well, phone. It's, it sounds like the old the old phones, the old home phones I have that, that we had. That's what phone, hers yeah. sounds like. I would get the Airwolf theme song. Sorry. I don't know why Instead of... So, but why... So that we started this with the door. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Well, no, no, not a sorry. Uh, we started when we started our conversation outside before we recorded. Mm-hmm. It was about the door. Yes. And it's like even the door is way worse for me. Yeah. And, and you were saying like me. even when when you if get you come dash. to my house, okay. Let me let me just preface what you're about to say with this. <laughs> if you come to my house and I don't know that you're coming to my house mm-hmm. and you knock on my door mm-hmm. and I'm not expecting it, there is. 70% chance I'm going to murk your ass. <laughs> Just on principle. Because I'm like, well, this is obviously somebody coming here to do some wet this work. Is a side like, and it's them or me. And I figure my door's closed, so I got the drop on them. I'll just shoot them through it. And as, and as you guys know, as everyone knows, Shaden has a Subaru, and so he has lots of ninja swords. Mm-hmm. And ninja stars. Yeah, I have plenty of sharp things. You don't need to shoot anybody because you will. I don't need to, but I mean, that's a surefire way. <laughs> You're like, fuck you, Zach. I'm shooting back. Let me let him know. I don't know what has happened over the past 10 years or so, 15 years about me, um, but. I if 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 I'm not expecting you, I'm not answering the door. First of all, mm-hmm. um, even I don't if I am you expecting you, I who, might not. I don't, <laughs> I don't care who coming, you are. We actually today. had a situation where we weren't expecting people that we love, mm. and they showed up, and I'm like, I ain't fucking answering. That. <laughs> right? I don't got time. For I, that. Like, I guess you weren't home. We left here. town. I guess we're not here. We saw all your cars. Heard you, you talking. Should, saw you smoking. But you okay. should know. Call us first. To the phone that the ringtone is off on, yeah. because <laughs> let's just hope we hear the vibration. But um, I that's found, your filter. I know. <laughs> There's a door and a phone that doesn't ring, and if you make it through that, then you're allowed to come in. But also, there's a dog that, that might chase yes, you back that out. Might bite your ass. I'm just saying the barrier to entry is high. It's but if high. you do make it in, it'll be great. I guess you know, we're friends because you like me and we like each other. That's it's how it really, works. It's well, what what I found really interesting is I've turned into Janice Crab. And I don't know, for the older listeners, they'll know who I'm talking I don't about know here. Who, who, I'm the woman who literally will hear something and I'll walk over and pull down the blinds just a little bit oh, just yeah. to see what's going on outside. <laughs> I don't care if I'm expecting it. I do. That. I do that. Oh my gosh. So I'll pop the blinds down just enough so nobody can notice the blinds are moving. And yes. I'm like, oh, did you see? I do. That. Did you see that chick? Oh my gosh. I didn't know she was. 
I thought she lived over there. What? Who's that guy? Yeah. That's who I've become at this I point. I totally do that. I like, but I don't have any blinds in my house. I have curtains, oh. like long curtains. Oh yeah. And so my method is because if you push the curtain to the side, they're going to see you peeking. Oh, oh sure. Absolutely. And they can't see because then the jig is up. Yeah. Right. I don't know why. I don't know why. Either. Yeah. I don't know why either. <laughs> but it, exactly. I don't yeah. want the blinds to move at all. So I'll pop one blind down yeah. just it's enough to, to get keep one eye out. out. You know, my 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 method is I'll go to the edge of the curtain yeah. and I'll I won't put my eye right up to it by the wall I'll, I'll like mm -hmm. yeah I'll go a little bit away from it and I'll just pinch the I'll pinch the curtain yes. a little there's an art to it <laughs> so it's very <laughs> No. And, Why and, are we so nosy? And if I can't and if I can't if I can't see what what it is mm -hmm. with that method I'm yeah. like well don't care. Like, I guess the house blows up. Looks like it's none of my business. Yeah. But you know, the whole point of me going is to find out if it's somebody, first of all, that, you know, there's there's ten reasons why I could be doing it. Although it's never any of my business. I think it's my business. Until you need to call I'm, Jerry Springer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's I how really, that should happen. I really think it's my business. That's why I'm doing it in the first place. Yeah. But when I get there, I'm like, well, that's disappointing because it's none of my business. You know, it, it doesn't have to do with me. They're not on my property. They're not dumping their trash. But that's the big thing is I'm but always. it could be. If, right. it's, if it's within your realm of perception, yeah. right? it you might know. be your business. Somebody's yeah. fucking <laughs> you with their property. You don't have anybody in the crow's nest like you're supposed to back right. in yeah. the day. That's exactly you it. Know, I think the fundamental thing why we're like, oh, oh, we don't want our neighbors to know that we're pieces of shit, but we are pieces of shit. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. That's, we're, probably, we're that's probably definitely part of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. just recently, I like, I, knowing to, what, I, I like knowing what other people are up to without them knowing what I'm up to. That's for sure true. For real. <laughs> I always think about it, too. It's like at nighttime, if the lights are on, they'll see you no matter what. So I always... I'm like, turn the off. lights off. Yeah. Yeah, turn the lights off. Yeah. yeah. To see out my Don't house. Don't you think your neighbors know that when they've made a noise and all of a sudden all the lights go off in the house, <laughs> what they know happen? you're like, oh, no. oh, You just see a, a subtle little brush on the blinds. <laughs> you're like, that's them. And then that ain't the cat. And then, and then two minutes later, the lights come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, obviously they assess the situation. <laughs> They're satisfied. And it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You fucking never know, though, because one night I did that and there was a dude walking through my backyard and he shot a gun in the air. Wow. In my yard. So okay. I was like, okay, well, that's my business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. I'm glad totally. I peeked at that one. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder where that bullet landed. <laughs> right. Didn't go to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't well, seen my neighbor lady in a while. I wonder. Ooh, just went right through the roof. <laughs> one, one night, <laughs> we did have a weird, this was a couple of, a handful of years ago, but we did have weird shit going on. And a, a woman who was uh, abused, obviously domestic violence situation, I had been drinking too much also was walking and it was like five degrees outside she had no shoes on she had no jacket she was wearing like a tank top and jeans she was not equipped in for a the blizzard <laughs> and she showed up uh, I think she actually showed up at our door we had yeah, to I mean, we let her in and we helped her out yeah. but that was our business yeah. you know she yeah. needed help I got, so I gotta give you one for oh, you what's that so lay I, it on us yeah well Zach. I don't Goofy. know how much I've talked about this place I used to have when I had my magazine. It was a cool Probably little lots. hub. You talk a lot about a lot of I, things. I'm blowhard and I don't remember anything <laughs> I said. Bloviating again. But I had a thing called the Karma House and it's where I met he my wife. Bloviating. Who likes to talk about my bloviating. Shut up, boo boo <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said that for a week. But I called it the Karma House because it was owned by a guy that had a head shop and it was right next door to the head shop and it was meant to, it was like a painted like a hippie house. So it was the Karma House. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the business was Karma something or whatever. I had a roommate. Well done. 
Nice well, catch. You done. got a little moth. Let him it's go. It's a mosquito, oh, bro. I just saved your life. You did. Um, <laughs> but one night, there's so many stories at this place because it was a flop house. I had a magazine. I was in you know my early 30s. Yeah, late I remember. 20s, late 20s. Yeah. Not impressive. No, I know. I had a radio show. <laughs> I was doing. It sounds like a lot of fun. It was so much <laughs> fucking fun. To a, to a woman of your standard, my love, it was probably like, oh, what am I doing with this guy? <laughs> but to me, it was like, this is the pinnacle of my success. <laughs> and so just this one particular night thinking about like my business for sure all of a sudden we had to paint this house it had this big sunroom kind of thing that you mm -hmm. could that was up one level and you could look over the park was there was cool. like a was half awesome. pipe in there that you guys built. <laughs> basically <laughs> it, was, it was cool it was all screened in it was it was awesome it was cool. but one of these times in that little moment fucking this guy just starts going ape and we're watching it, the whole thing from up in the window. He's there's like a Long John Silver's or something across the street, and he's just smashing the door open. Oh we're shit! Like, so we're there's no blinds to look through. We're looking Not through Long giant John's. windows. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I never would eat there ever, but no one ever did. But they, fucking, I would. Fucking guy. Did he get in? No, he he was so methed out that he didn't care. But he smashed the door. But there was like two doors, I guess. There's another oh, wow. door behind it or something or another level and he was they like had, they had two doors and a phone that never ran <laughs> exactly barrier of entry and so there's a mean to get their shitty shepherd. battered fish <laughs> very yeah it smelled shitty all the time that's for sure but then he moseyed we're just watching this like wow that's weird and you know somebody's probably going to call the cops we're thinking but it's it's not a <laughs> residential area it's everyone commercial. else is thinking the same thing exactly <laughs> and there's not that many people like i living i'm living in a commercial area mm -hmm. basically in a place that i shouldn't be kind of thing but it was awesome and this guy just moseys over to the karma house and starts smashing on our door, oh, like shit. kicking the door. But this neighborhood isn't the best because uh, mm. we. So we had like a super door. It was awesome. I wish I had one all the time. Yeah, you but guys it was, had it was steel. Yeah, and it was insane. They'd been broken was, into a lot. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, my crazy. back door is all metal, dude. And Love barred windows and shit. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Welcome to the fortress, meth head. Yeah. Let's go." You actually had a key in the screen door yeah. to get the screen door I'm open. Thinking, they yeah. went up to the crenellation above the front door and started dumping hot tar. Yeah. <laughs> That's what We've been waiting for this for years. I have the higher ground, bitch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I just remember thinking because we didn't. We just called the cops. Like it was, there was no way he was busting through the door, mm -hmm. and it was my roommate who was my drummer in Soma, and then uh, a girl that was in our other roommate, and the, uh, she was looking at us like, "Go out there and kick his ass." We're like, "No, <laughs> he's not getting in here. I'm not going out there to kick some <laughs> random guy's ass that just busted a." We're fucking... safe in the fortress. Yeah. You don't open the gate. Yeah, like, right. This is a siege. Like, <laughs> what am I trying to do here? I don't need to win some sort of trophy. I'm just going to call the police, and that's what happened. It was funny because it was the first time I'd ever been in the back of a police car. I think. I, yeah, I think so. And it was, uh, most of the time I got in trouble, I got in trouble the day later. Oh, okay. It was, it was always nice. It worked out good. <laughs> My brain's was, like, wait a minute, what about that one time? Yeah, there was a lot there of There was times, some serious side-eye that just yeah. happened. <laughs> I literally walked into a police station one time because I was like, that was me, that's my car, sorry, we, we did that stuff. We'll tell that, I'm sure I've told that story anyway. But there's really no end to the story other than, you know, that's the guy. <laughs> and, the, oh. and the police being like, okay, whatever. But it was just a weird vibe where you're like, wow, that guy really made it my business as he just randomly he didn't know we were there there was other doors to kick like he crossed the fucking the busiest street in Spokane yeah. Division Street he just walked right over and he's like I'm gonna bust that door down it's got <laughs> rainbows on it and shit it's like well okay <laughs> and then he tried so you, what you're saying is you actually have some potentially claimable PTSD for not wanting to answer the door when That's somebody right. knocks on it it's fucking right I don't I'm, like the door I'm just I'm just 
I'm, I'm, you have no reason. I don't have a good reason, really, except that I just really fucking don't like it. Like, I don't know what's going on, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, even when I do know what's going on, I'll fucking order DoorDash sometimes. And, and like, I can watch these guys coming on GPS. Mm-hmm. I can see them approaching my yes. house. See a little car. And then when they out. knock on my door, I'm like, ah! No! <laughs> and you don't even have dogs barking their ass off. No. Like, our dog barking its ass off takes me to 11. Yeah. A German Shepherd is, I mean, you can tell a German Shepherd's bark anywhere you go yep. if you have a German Shepherd. They were Absolutely. bred to do that. Dude, to ours, take is you like, to 11. <laughs> ours is the best at it ever. We've had other German Shepherds. This dog will rip through a wall to murder a guy just because just, just it just, seemed like he was off. Right. It's very strange. It's like, no, we want to protect you. You don't yeah. need to protect You're us. You're walking in friend. front of my house? <laughs> oh, across the street? <laughs> yes, exactly. Can you imagine if Kona was in the Karma house? Oh, if God. That guy, she would have gone through the fucking barred windows, I dude. know. This dog is like, it's like a Malinois brain. Yeah. It's a German Shepherd she dog. Kinda goes, she kind of goes sideways when, mm-hmm. when shit gets weird. Um, weird. Never seen it before. She's going to sacrifice her, like, just for no reason. I could smell it on her. She's like, I'm going to save you, Dad. It's like, no, I'm here to save you. I'm bigger than you. <laughs> so just, like, Today's the day. I, I lay on the hammer grenade. I have guns, dog. You don't need to. I'll shoot them from afar. They're like, you just, you just let me the know Domino's they're coming. It's the Domino's guy. It's the Domino's guy. Stand down. He's got pasta bowls. Well, I, I, um, I think my PTSD, I guess, uh, weirdly, would have come from being awakened at four o'clock in the morning when I was eighteen. I had moved out and moved into my own apartment, and uh, my father decided randomly three months four months into me living in my own place i don't know what happened he just randomly decided on a saturday night that i shouldn't be living there and he showed up at my house at like 3 30 3 45 in the morning not a good time to show banged up. on mm. i was sleeping yeah banged on my door i let him in you know because i'm like what the fuck i'm thinking something is wrong he screams at me and starts grabbing boxes and throwing all my shit in boxes and told tells me i'm 18 right <laughs> no that no you're thank moving you home. no thank yeah, you no, thank you yeah no, thank exactly you. so <laughs> yeah, that, that is, <laughs> that's one of the things that started it <clears throat> yeah that was a very strange situation four yeah. o'clock in the morning his his methods of doing stuff i have stories yeah uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to delve into the the father stories here in a future episode for sure <laughs> you guys it's are gonna... a brand new saga yeah, yeah. it will be <laughs> it's it an interesting saga i don't know how many episodes it'll take up but it's going to be more it, than one yeah it has to be and it's nuts it's it's i weird. wish you could have met him it's weird <laughs> i wish i would have met him <laughs> well now you don't now ever have to worry about meeting him because uh, the the person uh was here last weekend and uh Probably will never see him again. Cut the cord. Cut the cord. Yeah. I've been trying for thirty fucking years, yeah. and I think he finally cut it. So good. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. And Stay just, tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Next week on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it's interesting when you when you're not a narcissistic sociopath to live amongst them for a long time and like it's like you're supposed to love this they're, person. They're responsible person, for yeah. your well being. Yeah. Wiped your weird. butt and shit when or did their best, which probably I don't think had that a ever happened. Crusty butt. Yeah. But. Uh, luckily, you had another unit that was really good. My mother, yeah. yes, amazing, amazing, Mothering complete opposite. Unit. My mom, complete opposite of my father. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 delve into that, and yeah. it'll be really uh, I don't know emotional for, the, for those of you that might have uh, parents that are uh, potentially sociopathic and um, have narcissistic tendencies. You might be able to relate to some of the shit. 
Or just a shitty parent in general. Yeah. It's highly relatable. Yeah. <laughs> right. Highly relatable subject matter. Looking mm-hmm. forward to yeah. hearing all about your trauma. Oh, yeah. it's going to be very interesting. <laughs> and we don't, and it's not wise to throw around terms like psychopath and sociopath just willy nilly. Nope. It's definitely not. Nope. But this dude is legitimate. But if the boot he checks fit. off, yeah. if, yeah. You, if you really look up uh, those, there's a checklist that you can look at. Dude, fucking he, triples the fucking thing over, over and over and over. Yeah. yeah. He pretty much checks no every, matter which every box, every box. i yeah. remember doing that in California. checklist was the primer that he got actually yeah i think <laughs> he, he was like oh this is do, what i do okay here's okay how to, oh, here's how is, to not have any friends is, at all yep this is the playbook all right <laughs> all right well the door thing you guys i want to know if we should have like a like poll we should, yeah we, that's like, what i want yeah oh, jargoneers make it happen yeah, yeah let's, let's have a poll who who uh, i want to know how many of you have this affliction mm-hmm. i was like if you knock on my door yeah It'll at the at the best it'll raise my blood pressure unnecessarily, and at the worst, it might be the last time that anyone ever sees you. <laughs> Allegedly, for legal reasons, that's a joke. Just don't tr- test it out. That's all I implore you. It's strange because as a kid, that was the opposite thing. When somebody came to the door, it's like company, cool people to see me. Yeah. It's probably a friend. Oh, can I go out and play? And somewhere along the line, it became like as soon as we got our taxes. Like the first time we looked at our paycheck or something, we're like, oh, and they take all your money or something. And then we're like, I think fuck was, everyone, fuck them all. No one mm, come to my door. I think I it was Latter Day Saints. That's what they ruined it. I, like, <laughs> I, like I that. don't remember I, ever. That's kidding. Everybody's welcome. I don't remember ever being excited when someone knocked on the door my entire life. I don't ever, unless, you know, being married to you, we've had group events and stuff. I got excited for that. But mm. no, even as a kid, because of just the way I was raised, people don't come to the door. So whenever it did happen, it was anxiety inducing. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I've ever been excited Mm. to have someone knock on the door until very recently. So what about you when you were young? What about you? Were people hiding under the desk or was it like, oh, somebody's here, no, let me go I see was, I was like you, Zach. I was good with it when I was younger. Like if somebody was knocking on the door, I was was at least, it was like, ooh, an unexpected turn of events. Like, cool. Oh, I'd like to keep watching cartoons. What what could it be? And, you know, but yeah, somewhere along the way. Okay. That shit went hard. <laughs> I never liked talking on the phone, though. Mm-mm. Not ever. Me neither. I don't mind it. I, I like talking on the phone. I, there's, there's a very short list of people that I enjoy talking on the phone with mm-hmm. just because of the flow of conversation and they don't hold me hostage. But <laughs> but 99.9% of people that call me, I feel like I'm being held hostage mm-hmm. or it's just a weird medium for me to interact with them in. Because mm-hmm. like, I can interact with you in person because mm-hmm. there's physical cues and other like you play with the shit that's on the table uh-huh. and, you know there's some there's something else but if i'm on the phone i also can't sit still when i'm on the fucking phone i'm physically incapable i have to move you fiddle and oh. doodle i can't like i i, I used so, to, I used to, to I used to watch my mother sit on the phone mm-hmm. in her bed and smoke cigarettes and and started it and do it for like four hours straight just oh. just talk on the phone Aye, and just and just sit in one place and i was like how the fuck how like I, I try to do it like if somebody calls me and I'll, I'll try to sit there and I'm like don't get up don't get up yeah don't get up you're not even listening to the conversation and at then this like point. I go into a fucking fugue state and then the next thing I know I'm like in my yard walking in circles <laughs> playing with the grass with my toes trying to make a pattern and I'm like why am I doing this <laughs> I told Wait, myself why are you doing this to me yes. why are you holding me hostage <laughs> I can't maintain my body with a fucking conversation too yeah I'm one of those I got to be moving when I'm on the phone. I, me too. I actually like that. Just pacing. There's a few people where actually Jeff, 
when Jeff and I used to talk on the phone for like hours and hours and hours and hours, it was mm-hmm. crazy. You would be like, "Oh, he's calling again. I'll see you in yeah. tomorrow." And it's you, like, and I would just pace. I think there's yeah. like all sorts of places in the house that are just he would run. he would just walk in. He would just pace, like reminding me of a dog in yeah. the backyard. I would literally literally ran like, the like flat spots in the. Do you pace in patterns? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I just follow. Mm-hmm. I, it's automaticity. I just like you. I'm like I'm in the refrigerator. How that happen? <laughs> what do you do if you hit a tile floor? Oh, I probably avoid. It's probably lava. So tile oh. floors for me, I have to like. I start like I'll contort my foot to a ninety degree angle to step on certain like tiles a certain uh-huh. way, and I'm like stepping. I'm doing like a fucking like bees when they're giving directions to mm-hmm. each other, you know, where they fucking step. Or, they're like yes. it's over here in the fucking flower field next to the barn. Like I'm doing that while I'm on the phone because I'm looking at the tiles like. <laughs> there's, some, there's some psychologist right now listening. He's like, I can pinpoint on the spectrum right where he is. That you is know, a specific so part. I speak to very few people on the phone. But there are two people that um, two people in my life that don't like to text, mm. and they do call me and they talk to me. Three really, but two people pretty consistently. And those individuals, I have to answer their calls, and I enjoy talking to them. Um, but it's usually fairly long conversation, and I can't sit still either um, because I'm always busy, anyways. But mm. I'll do things that are quiet that I normally wouldn't do when I'm not on the phone, like. I'll find myself on the floor with a washcloth um, and like Windex or like a cleaner and I'm cleaning baseboards real quietly, getting the dust off the top of the baseboards. That's cool. I wish I could do that. I, know, I don't right? have the bandwidth to do. I have to just do dumb autistic shit yeah. when I'm on the floor. I find myself, <laughs> I find myself doing the, the low, um, the cleaning that I never get to, yeah. you know? Um, so, and it's quiet, you know, you, you So if I ever it. come over and I notice the dust boards are a little... You uh, know that I've been on the phone then, with my mom. Then I should... <laughs> or what I'm saying is if I notice they're a little dusty, I should probably just give you a call the next day yeah there you go doing you a favor Mm -hmm. how's the dust boards how's how's the baseboards so yeah um, did i call them dust boards they're dust boards or i'll get like the door jams you know i'll wash actually my mom is baseboards that's interesting jeff when he calls yeah he's door jams I end up doing door jams and doorknobs. <laughs> you sign cleaning tasks. To and people. it's funny, I just I just put that together. He's the door jams, the light switches, the door handles. He's that guy. Now I said this earlier. Mom is the mom's the baseboard. A psychologist is listening yeah. to this and he's pointing that on the spectrum there for her. We, so we know, we're all we, on it. Once again, we've just determined that we're all some flavor. Yeah, it's a flavor for sure. It fluctuates. In and and I never realized that. That's so funny. There is a pattern to that too. <laughs> so Zach, we know Zach Jeff, and I's flavor has a Mr. Yuck sticker on we, it. Like, we don't know, eat, don't, don't. We know Jeff hasn't <laughs> called for a while when you look at the door jams and there's fingerprints on them. <laughs> hey, Jeff, <laughs> give me a call, man. <laughs> no He'll be here next week or the week after. I, I have had a history of living in places that the previous people that lived there were some kind of like they weren't normal tenants. Right, like I lived in Rachel Dolezal's house. Oh yeah. Uh, at one point, which I didn't know when I moved in there, I was told after, like, hey, you might want to make sure that you, you know, if you get anybody doing some weird shit, it's probably because of this, and you know, just. Oh, I bet she got a lot of interesting. <laughs> yeah, things that happened. yeah. Like I heard some stories from story from my from my landlord about like stuff like her house getting vandalized for, you know, all that shit. Um, People might so, not know who you're talking about. Though. Yeah, well, look it up. Rachel Dolezal. She was. I don't really know how to explain it. She's a Swedish she was, girl that was pretending to be 
African American. Yeah. And pretended and, to be a black lady and yeah, was and she was the head of the Spokane NAACP. That's right. Yeah. And I, I saw a lot of controversy around that one. Yeah. Understandably should, so. <laughs> before you go on your story, because it's just better than mine, there's a, a venue in town that we booked all the time and that we played at. You played at all the time. And right above it's a whole bunch of art stuff and tattoo shops and all oh, these yeah. cool things. Mm -hmm. And I just was loading my gear out of my car and I looked over and she came down from the, like, the art studio or something. Mm -hmm. And I looked at it and I was just like, holy shit, the TV just came to life because it just <laughs> wow, happened. Like all that stuff. It's real life. Yeah. And I was like, hi. And she looked exactly the same. And I was just like, hello. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She looked like her, like a, the person she was. But you know, but the same kind of hair and all that stuff. So Yeah. So that was interesting. That was the most interesting one. But like the other ones, the place I'm living in now, there was a drug dealer that lived there that went to prison. And that's how that ended. Oh. It's like I moved in, and like the crawl space was full of fucking needles and shit. And yeah, like so the, you got the ghosts of some yeah. like nefarious that was, stuff going on. That was the second place I've lived where the person that was there before me was a fucking drug dealer that got popped. So the good news is, all of my landlords have just automatically assumed that I'm the best thing since sliced bread, <laughs> just by virtue of how shitty the people that lived there before me were. They're like, like "Oh, what a breath of fresh air!" Your credit score is triple <laughs> digits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's been. I I really I was thinking back through all my rental history, and I've I think one time ever I've lived in a place that didn't have some weird shitty history of people that lived there before me. That's what happens when you rent, right? Yeah, There's a lot of humans doing a lot of weird shit. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, the whole planet's like literally with ghosts billions and billions and billions and hundred billion people have died on this planet so there's gonna be a ghost like pretty much under every rock and then, then there's the animals if there's animal ghosts <laughs> under every that's why I think fucking rock i think reincarnation is a thing that's, it's recycled that could be that, that would make reduce, some sense reuse recycle <laughs> <laughs> that whole time they're like telling us the meaning of life but it was really just to get us put cans in yeah <laughs> I'll see fucking Illuminati scum <laughs> Donna Mooley bitches <laughs> I still wanted I still want to knock on this door thing a little bit and yeah. the okay. phone well that's why like, I brought that up because I was like that there, that added a little bit to it because like I had people come into my houses that I was living in looking for the drug dealers that used to be right. there like oh, being yeah. like gung, 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 gung. where's so and so yeah. you know and I'm just like I don't know who that is. Well, he fucking lives here. No, I live here <laughs> by myself. I mean, with 20 armed Navy SEALs. Yeah, with a, a German Shepherd. <laughs> Navy SEAL. That happened when we bought, with we, a bought Kona. A, we bought a car from some <clears throat> random dude because mm. I needed a, a quick $1,500 car. Mm -hmm. I'm always doing that. I'm such a weirdo. And he had a specific, like, he was missing the back hood or whatever mm -hmm. or the and it was a different color. Yeah. And so it was specific. And this guy must have been a shithead because a few people were like, fuck you on the road. I'm like, uh huh. Who's <laughs> got a cool Who? car? Little I'm, yeah. I'm the new guy. <laughs> like, I'm just driving a dickhead's car. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They're like, you don't look like that guy. I'm like, I'm not that guy. But didn't somebody like yeah. stopped us and mm -hmm. was like, you do. It was in the parking lot. Yeah. We stopped to get food or something. And, and yeah, they, they stopped you and they talked to you about it. Yeah. It was very weird, and it's like a guy's name is Mike or something stupid. Yeah. It was obviously about drugs. Yeah, <laughs> they like, were not happy. Yeah, I bought a shithead's car. <laughs> not to say the drug, you know, whatever. But he had obviously, made some enemies. Obviously, he made enemies yeah. because they were like they wanted. They obviously and they knew that you weren't the guy. But they, but they wanted, wanted to, to know out. the guy. Yeah, they thought he was. I was. He was shitty enough to where he's like, we know you're not him, but if you know him, yeah, where is he? Yeah, it's exactly. like, oh fuck. Well, well I like, gave him some money just recently. Well, like, <laughs> let's be fair. Nuance everywhere, but there's drug dealers, and then there's drug dealers. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, thank you. <laughs> that is important nuance. <laughs> he was a drug dealer, <laughs> but he was a low life kind of drug dealer. Um, but 
what is it like what made because people I, I know you aside wife because you had your own experiences mm-hmm. and people are going to be outliers but i think people were more happy to see their neighbors maybe because we didn't have i don't know when you had the telephone and you didn't know who was calling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe there was just a different mentality because it's like oh, spinning the wheel it could be grandma mm-hmm. could be the bill collector it might be somebody's dead i don't fucking know let's see hey i got a raise yeah. and you're like wow that's fun <laughs> i don't know when i well, when I was growing up, we didn't answer the phone even when we, you know, we had a pack bell, the box looking phone. You guys we didn't just, answer it then. You guys were just out in bunkers and Actually, fucking, come on! No, you know what? In the trees! My father got so pissed at one point. I think I was in the first or second grade. He got so pissed that the phone was ringing. He ripped it out of the wall, broke the phone. You had fun childhood, huh? And we didn't have a phone for eight years. What? Eight years. <laughs> That's when you put your foot down. No, m- well, mom, mom got sick of it, so she actually canceled the phone line because he kept breaking the phones. So <laughs> she canceled the phone. Eight years we didn't have a phone. So you know, I'm going through school, and my friends are like, "Oh, let me get your phone number so I can call you." I was literally like, "I don't have a." You have phone. to throw a rock through my window. Yeah. To get I don't to send a letter. I don't have a phone, and they're <laughs> like, box. "What do you mean you don't have a phone?" It's like I, I we don't have a phone. <laughs> one of your really good friends, uh-huh. they should have been like, here's a walkie-talkie. Right, <laughs> right. Dad's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many phones they went through. Uh, those They were just the old Pacific Bell phones. Those are those are tough phones, too. Yeah, it's I tough know. to he break broke, those kind of phones. He would slam the ones it. ones that had the handle. Yep. Yeah, yeah. they're like a weapon in yeah. themselves. Yeah, the, the, they're the, fucking heavy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he would literally throw... I mean, they were thrown against the wall. He slammed the, the handles down so hard he'd break the handles in half. Which is tough. He, but he did it a, a I mean, lot. I mean, they went through five like or 30, six... 30, 40 times before you <laughs> yeah. So that's... Five or, we went through like five or six phones by the time I was eight, seven... <laughs> Eight. That's a great that way to be... develop your uh, your de- your skills to deal with other people's like I got a conflict. How do I deal with this? Break the phone! Yeah. Break the phone! Do I have a phone? Kill him with the phone! That would be an interesting statistic. It must exist out there somewhere. How many of those specific phones were used as murder weapons? Right. Well, sure. I know no it's a blunt I, instrument. I'm guaranteeing people were bludgeoned with. Those I know things. that if you hold one of those handsets, you know, with the little mouthpiece and yeah. the earpiece, if you hold it like a knife, you, you can stab it into a wall. Because I've seen that happen too. <laughs> I've same, seen that. Same dude? Different same dude. dude. Yeah. Okay. Same dude. Yeah. Right into the fucking, the, it, but it wasn't, uh, you know, lath and plaster. So it was. Emotional maturity uh, <laughs> is a thing that doesn't come with age necessarily. <laughs> it's a thing that kind of you just have to either have in you or really want to try to have. Yeah. You yeah. just roll the dice, baby. Yeah. Luckily yeah. for most of you listening, you just kind of have it. Mm-hmm. And some people don't have it at all. And it's, you know, it sucks to watch because, like, my empathy for your dad is through the roof because he's like, and I guess we were talking about this, but you know, he was a only child, well, not an only child, but a isolated child. Right. Like he was isolated by the family and he kind of grew up in a system and stuff. But I think it's just because they noticed they're like, this guy's going to hurt everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'd still feel bad for him because he's like doing his best, but he just his best is so damn awful. You're looking <laughs> at me like, this guy's a piece of shit. What are you talking about? I'm like, well, 
He's try. It sucks that he tries because everything. No, I don't know. You know, hot take. It's, I think we should just take all those people and put them in Australia. Crocky, <laughs> they don't want that. They want us letters like that. No, well, no. you know, they wouldn't have to worry ever worry about phones. <laughs> <laughs> I'll break them all. No one's talking me. Yeah, you make a good point. If we put them all there, how would we ever get a hold of yep, them? Yep, exactly. Just check on them, see what yeah. they're doing. We'd, we'd have to all go there. All cell phones would be broken within five minutes. We'd have to go there like fucking something. Jurassic Park. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Welcome <laughs> to Sociopath Park. <laughs> it, life finds a way to be cunts. Cunts find a way. Cunts find a way. <laughs> and then it'd be like that, that Ray Liotta movie, No Escape from 1985. Mm. Or we love you, Australia. Yeah, we do. Yeah, thanks for listening. You were, uh, yeah, quite a few of you in yes. Australia listen to all the Scatcast stuff. Uh, we appreciate it. Corky Fuck! I was going to say, I think they listen just to make fun of your shitty accent. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know it is, and you know I'm basing it off. Of I guy. can't, I can't do much better. Listen I mean, I can't you, do. You listen do. to these Yanks trying to imitate us. It's yeah. hilarious. Exactly. <laughs> well, try give us your accent. We've heard Mel Gibson. Come on, let's go. <laughs> but I don't know. I can't do Australian at all. So listen yeah. to me criticizing you for years. I think you do a pretty good job. It's pretty bad. It's literally Monterey Jack from Chippendales Rescue Rangers is where I learned it. I don't even yeah. know what so that is. So it's probably yeah. American doing it a really bad version. What Chippendales Rescue Rangers? Oh. You missed out. It's oh. it's a different thing that that I got to have that you didn't get to have, oh. and that's why my life has been better. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. It's it's, got, it sounds like a. It's cartoon. not a strip club thing. It is a, okay. It, well done. It sounds like a cartoon. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I had a little Chippendale handheld game back in the day when I was Okay, so you knew what it was. Like in the, the early, early day, like, you know, pre-Game Boy when they made those little standalone yeah. handheld games. <laughs> the Tiger or something. I remember yeah, Chippendale from Disney. Right, that's them. Oh. It's Chippendale, like, instead of just two little chipmunks right run around it's them solving crimes in like a oh. indiana jones kind of way with a with a rat named monterey jack oh who fucking flew, i think he flew maybe he flew but he was just a bigger rat okay <laughs> and there was other rat there's a girl love interest rat and it was pretty good or probably I, a chipmunk. that's that's funny was it a that, movie no it was a show and i know it sounds ridiculous but it was one of those shows where have you when you watch a show and it, you know it's 20 minutes it, but it feels like you spent like a big like an hour Oh. In a good way, because you're sucked. Cause, in. Yeah, because you're like this you was were, well done. You were there, but you you're were t- in it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I felt like that with Chippendales Rescue Rangers, like. 18 times. I'm like, this show's really well written. And mm-hmm. then Darkwing Duck and the Scrooge McDuck, all the fucking... Yep. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Disney had a prime Fuck and it's yeah. not now. It's not Zack and Cody. That. Zach and Cody. Now, I remember that because yeah. the kids wanted to watch that's that. All, and that's why all the kids are fucked up Sweet now. Sweet life yeah. of Zach, Zach and Cody. Cody. That's I'll never I remember watching that. one episode. Yep. I'm like, oh, fuck, they're doing that now. Okay. Yep. It's married with children but for kids. I yep. had the exact same experience. It's funny, though, that you learned your Australian accent from Chippendale Rescue Rangers because I learned mine from the Rescuers Down Under. Nice. Also excellent. Right. We Which is a, a great fast. fucking movie. <laughs> I watch it to this day. Yeah. But that was one of those ones because I was like, I was a little blonde kid, right? And I'm like, this movie's about me. <laughs> if I lived in Australia, this would be my life. I'd have a I'd have a best friend, giant eagle, and, and we'd fight poachers <laughs> with iguanas. And I'd, have, I'd have little mice friends that helped me out. Yes. <laughs> there, was, there was a big fascination. Fifel Goes West, all these fucking mice yeah, fucking uh, like Mighty Mouse. Uh, Mouse and the motorcycle. Mouse. Mm-hmm. Remember Mouse and the motorcycle? Nope, yeah. it was a book. Okay, that was. I remember real, the that book, wasn't a real but thing. Was it a movie? <laughs> shovel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I remember that. My, was all a, my memories are I shovel. I remember that was a. <laughs> 
I remember that was a, a book. It but is, yeah. Was it a movie? They did too? make a movie out of okay. it, too. And then I think they changed, the, they like gave him a name. I think he did it did well. It became like Stuart Little. Mm-hmm. Or, that's probably separate. What do I know? Oh, Shovel I don't know. cock. <laughs> that's all I have for you, people. Yeah, sidebar, though, circling back. Five Goes West, also a great fucking Super movie. Good. I Love haven't seen any of these fucking movies. Where have tiger. I, like, do I not tiger, have a childhood? Tiger, tiger. I do not have a childhood. You really didn't get the culture stuff. You didn't like that's the funny thing. Like all the all the jokes that we throw at each other yeah. is just I know. based on movies that other people. You're actually cultured. Yes. <laughs> you listen to, you listen to the Chopin, and I'm like, you haven't heard Vanilla Ice's yeah. heavy metal version, <laughs> fucking bro. It's, oh uh, that's gosh. really what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, you, were, you were doing probably worthwhile things with your childhood, and yeah. we were over here Dude. jerking off, figuring out how to jerk off, yes. and <laughs> watching Rescuers Down Under, and then feeling weird about jerking off two Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> and she was being educated in a Jesuit private school, <laughs> yeah. and, and reading Shakespeare and listening to Chopin, and you know, oh here we are, you, and you married down. At a girl. At a, at a girl. You ain't in it for the money. She's no gold digger. <laughs> no. Uh, definitely not because boy oh boy I, I, I'm the provider in a half aren't I but uh, oh my god <laughs> way like, to make it awkward I did make it awkward you're the provider I, of fucking excellent humor baby <laughs> I make her laugh when it's cold because it's really cold in a, you know, anyway. <laughs> so back to the door yes uh, we've kind of we keep, I feel like we that ride deviating went, that ride went from a normal roller coaster and then it just became a water ride right and then it became a gravity ride <laughs> and then it became awkward because it was like well, it, we're in the teacups again yeah, and it, then it broke down for a second yeah, yeah it broke down we were got stubbly, really hot upside down in the lover's tongue Tunnel, yeah. which was weird because there's three of us. Right. Was, <laughs> there's a crowd who's spitting and who. That's got really warm, smelled kind of dank, you know. <laughs> Whose finger is that? <laughs> At this point, it might be mine. I don't know. It's warm. The blood's running to my head because we're upside down. I, my circulation's been cut off for 20 minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> it might be my own finger. I don't know. I can't feel it. <laughs> it's a couple knuckles up, though. That's fucking... That's pretty bad. This is new territory for me. <laughs> We've all learned a lot. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so anyway, the door is the do- anxiety door. inducing. Is there any le- oh. anything left to explore on the door? I, I don't feel know. Like I'm crying though. <laughs> We've explored that the phones. We know who's yeah. calling now. So That's the door. The door is the enemy at two times. Whenever someone knocks on it, and whenever you slam your own finger in it. <laughs> Yeah. That's when we hate the door. Yeah. I smashed my thumb in a RV, my dad's RV, when I was a Yikes. kid. It was that metal door you guys all know. I can feel it. Right in the fucking... I can hear the sound of it. Yeah. Oh. Right at, not on the door side either, on yeah. the fucking hinge side. Oh. Yeah. And it's pinchy. It was pinchy. Did it my latch? Daughter, my it daughter did that when she was two. Dude, it was the most icky looking thumb I ever had. Did they have to stitch it back no. on? No. Oh. My parents didn't give a fuck about me when it came to that shit. Oh, I never got stitches. Brit- I've got so many scars on my body. Look at this fucking thing. I know. Just, it's, got, it's a <laughs> giant pucker. Yeah. But no, Britt did that. Uh, she was two and it was in the hinge. She was holding onto the hinge and she shut the door and shut her thumb in the yeah, door. Man. And I had to mm. rush her to the hospital because the end of her thumb was barely hanging on. Yeah. I had to; they had to stitch it back on. Uh, you had to I do know. something. That like made that with my our toes curl. Too. It had nothing to do with my toes, but they made them yeah. curl. Empathy. Oh yeah, <laughs> our boy got his uh, index finger and middle finger stuck in the bike chain. the spokes of a bike chain. So that the, the uh, his uh, fingers were in the spoke, uh, not uh, the spokes, but you know that what is that? Sprocket. The sprocket. Yeah. And then the, the toe, chain. Toe the wet, it was the chain was over the top, so no. it was. Just 
just yeah, it was it was No, thank you. Uh oh. What a scene. Panic. Yeah. It was oh. panic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get an adult. We need uh, some supervision. Yep. We should have had supervision previously. Yeah, it was it was bad bad situation. <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing that until it's not funny anymore. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's always funny. <laughs> well, well that inspired this next bit. Unless we're done unless we're not done with the door and the phone. I think we are. I, I slammed my finger in a hood, like in a car hood. Oh. on the side seam oh, oh, oh. And, and and the hood latched oh, oh, and then oh, oh. the door was locked oh, oh. fuck me so Did i'm like it out? what do i do what do i do chew off your arm <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah i did the shoulder it out. for some reason I, I had to think about it for a long time i was like the guy in 127 hours except not at all but it <laughs> felt it felt that way to me uh, <laughs> i was like i'm gonna have to cut it off yeah. <laughs> there was one my dad had tons of cars like he was a trader of cars and stuff and we had all these weird things weird sob sonnet with made of fiberglass and all this shit i can't remember what kind sob of car. sonnet wow i can't remember what kind of car it's weird it weighed like eight pounds right it had like a v4 but it was very yeah. fast it was you, like if you got up to speed and put your hand out the open window mm -hmm. it would start turning they <laughs> 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 make airplanes those weird people but uh scandinavians you know they're just up to cool shit <laughs> But my dad, it must have been like a muscle car or something, but my dad slammed my arm in the door. What? And it locked, and it latched. But for some reason- Your like the, arm, my, bro? My arm, like my like this part of my- Your forearm? My, like your yeah. wrist, above your all, wrist? All the things. And, oh, I'm, wow. and I'm a teenager, so it's about the same size as now. And it didn't hurt. There was like a space in between in this car for what? the door to fucking shut completely <laughs> on my arm, and my arm didn't hurt. That is so. My dad weird. looked at me and he's like, "What's going on?" Here? I'm like, "He's like, are you okay?" I'm like, "I think so. I am. <laughs> I feel rubber, and I f I'm okay. There's pressure. You could take my blood pressure pretty good right now. Oh, but yeah, it was weird. And weird. I don't remember what kind of car that was, but I think the weather ceiling is probably yeah. not so great. Yeah, I think you lucked out, bro. I did. Yeah. Oh my. There were so many times I slammed my shit into my shit. <laughs> I like I told I told the story of my ween. There's all sorts of I shouldn't have you slammed flanges. your ween in something well into a merry-go-round thingy oh, oh, that oh, wood one didn't oh. i tell that here ow yeah i, pissed I blood. feel like i'd remember <laughs> yeah, i pissed blood for a while that's i'm, I'm a bit squeamish Yikes, around bro. around oh. little big toys and the yeah. kids toys in the yard at the school. Dad, push me on the merry-go-round. No! <laughs> My wiener shrinks up into my like, Stay oh, away fuck. from that side! <laughs> <laughs> it is rather traumatic. Uh, I don't know why why the fuck am I sharing why are these you, things? Why are you sprinting away from the park with me? I'm protecting your wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Those You'll, are wiener grinders. <laughs> you will thank me later, although you won't know. Okay. Alright. So this kind of uh, a couple things sent us down the childhood path here today mm -hmm. and it made us think outside before we did this about uh the first time you broke the rules with your parents the first <laughs> like in a big way like a like a major one where you really felt the word like oh i'm in trouble and mm -hmm. shit sucks mm -hmm. so like you broke the rules and then you quickly found out why you shouldn't have broken the rules yeah. or it could okay. just be the first time that you broke the rules and got caught kind of thing mm -hmm. but i got big one rules. i okay. got one for sure comes comes to mind immediately I had, um, this is why anyone who hasn't met me out there, my front teeth are a little fucky. <laughs> mm -hmm. And this is the reason. This is where it started. So, I can picture you without it. I can't you anymore so either. <laughs> I mean, it used me. to bug the shit out of me. I was really self conscious about it for a long time. And I'm just over it now. I could give a shit. And now you find out you can hit high notes and you're like, I'm yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what you look like if you can sing like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can't. But I can sing pretty well. Yes, but anyway. My dad, I had just learned how to ride my bike without the training wheels. 
mm-hmm. like, like this week in the grass and shit, right? But I was doing it, and I was like, fuck, I got this. Like, <laughs> the world is my oyster uh-huh. now. And it was like, a, it was kind of like a garbage old huffy bicycle that I had. And um, my dad told me before he went to work, he said, don't be riding that bike until I'm home because the brakes aren't working very well and I need to fix them. So if you're going to ride it, I either need to be here or you have to wait for me to fix it. Mm -hmm. And I was just suffering all day because I just learned this new trick and I'm like, I got this. It'll be fine. I don't need brakes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to stop. I need to go. (laughs) So... Of course, my dumbass goes out in this apartment complex I lived in. Seemed like a massive hill to me. It was probably not. But as a kid, it was like this big ass hill, grass hill. And then uh, it ended in like one of those corrugated pathways where they took a bunch of pebbles and like put them in cement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking oh, yeah. about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are fun to fall on. Yeah. And then Ow. there was more yeah. grass oh, on God, the, I hate where this m- is More grass on the other side. Oh, oh. So, oh I, no. so I hopped on this bike and it's going exactly where you think it's going. And I, I started going down this hill. And uh, it was about that moment I realized I fucked up. Because <laughs> I'm like feet off the pedals, like, no, 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 going down this hill. Oh. And I committed and I was like, it's going to be fine. I'll just hit the brakes. I'll just, you know, I'll oh, slow no. myself down. But there was this little pony wall about waist height on, a, oh. on an adult, right? Oh, and golden pony wall. I ah. fucking hit that thing with my brakes that didn't work worth a shit. Like my dad told me. <laughs> Front wheel hit this, my dumbass sails over it, and I broke my fall expertly with my mouth on that corrugated pebble sidewalk. (laughs) And so I have I have this I have this half brother who's four years older than me, but he is severely autistic, so he was always kinda like younger brother mentality. He was out there, saw the whole thing, right? He doesn't really speak in whole sentences. He just kinda like 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 talking to a four year old, they can communicate, but not well, right? right. Yeah. Not in any great detail. So he sees this happen. I'm on the sidewalk, screaming my head off. I put my teeth like through my lip, and like I knocked one out completely. The rest of them were just like hanging. Oh. I had like pieces of this little rock like shoved up oh. in my gums and shit. <laughs> it's probably enough detail about that. But, <laughs> but my brother, my brother goes running into the apartment where we're living. And my mom is in there, and he just goes, Samuel's dead. <laughs> oh, no. And my mom's like, fucking what? <laughs> and she runs out to see my this bloody mess of me. And she's like, what the shit? And my bike's all wrecked. <laughs> she's probably happy to hear you screaming, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I was. You can't scream if you're dead, exactly. I guess. But oh, So, yeah. So they happy. took me, I guess the punchline to that story is uh, several dentist visits later. They had to go in and like pull all the pieces of like rock debris out of my gums, like that were like shoved up in, mm-hmm. in the roots of my teeth that I knocked the fuck out of. All all eight of my front teeth oh, got knocked loose, like How old silly. Were you? Hey, I was. These are these aren't baby teeth. <laughs> they were baby teeth. They were. Okay. They were. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You just learned how to ride. Yeah. Okay. So they were they were baby teeth. Um, but which they were like, yeah, that's good. Except, except for you fucking knocked them all over. The all place. that shit that you got up into the into mm-hmm. your like root cavities or whatever they're like that's gonna mess things up 
Mm-hmm. You know, like that's you, you, even when your big teeth grow in, that's going to be like you, you really fucked things up. Right? You're lucky you don't so. have teeth coming out of your nose. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Could have been worse. Probably. Ow, I, I put food in my nose hole because I am different. <laughs> Could have been worse. Probably. Should have so. fixed the brakes, dad. <laughs> I went through this period of several months where they told me they're like, they made an appointment to pull all eight of my front teeth because mm-hmm. they were beyond saving and they were baby teeth. So like, well, we're just going to take them out for your own good. Keep, right. your, keep your mouth healthy. That must have been fun for a while. Dude. <laughs> There's pictures of me. I got to find one where I'm missing all eight of my front teeth. But they told me this and my young brain, I was like, cause this, this guy said to me, he said, any of these that you don't get out yourself, we're going to have to pull them. <gasps> and my brain's like, I have to pull all my teeth. <laughs> like I can't let him do it. I have to do That's it. That's how I would so have I spent, too. So I spent a couple of solid months oh, trying no. to rip my own teeth out of my head oh, <laughs> and suffering. I could imagine <laughs> that. And I got one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I managed to get one of them was out. Was it creative then, or did you just yanking and crying? I just rip, Oh no, it was kind of creative. Because I remember asking my dad about like ways, like methods, you know, like how do you get a tooth out? And he was like, oh, he told me some funny shit. About, he's fixing your brakes yeah, on your door. bike. Sorry. But yeah, the door, right. the, the door. door. Yeah. So he told me, and that was what did it. I got, I got one out with the door mm-hmm. and uh, I was all proud of myself, yeah. <laughs> but then they had to pull the rest. So yes. the, the other seven or no, the other six, cause one of them I knocked out in the crash. <laughs> I remember having loose teeth and my dad just telling me, I, I pulled all my own teeth. Mm. Um, and I remember having loose teeth and my dad saying, well, if you don't get it out, I'm going to. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck that. I know. Yeah. And then just dental floss yank and I got my own teeth out. So isn't nice. that weird? Like, what's the di- like, is it why is it so much scarier for somebody else to pull you? I teeth don't know. <laughs> right. I don't, it seems like it would know. be worse for you to have to do it yourself. Right. right? Like I, cast away Tom Cruise. Style. Yeah. Or that seems house. way worse than just being like, take it out, doc. <laughs> I know. I don't know. It was it just kind of I never wanted that. So. They got yeah. the funny drugs. So you're like, I like it when my teeth are knocked out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. I felt that I needed to do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> I tried I did. Yep. real hard. This I have, I have vivid memories of me laying in bed, like just trying to wiggle, 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 my wiggle, own wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Remember that psychologist I was talking about that's listening? That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even easier now. There's some more fodder for you, <laughs> Doc. Like, I even have the medication written out for you. Like, <laughs> 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 um, fucking. So wow. that was, yeah. I gravel in the embedded in your gums. In my gums, dude. Mm. What a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Teeth through my lip. And you're going to public school. Mm hmm. That must have been awesome. It was awesome. I couldn't, I had to relearn how to drink fucking water because mm-hmm. oh. I had no front teeth mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> so wow. I, just, I remember trying to drink water for the first time after all my teeth got removed out and it was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> was there any time where you're like, this is kind of funny. This yes. is kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. We had a good sense of Yeah. Group. I think I've always been able to laugh at myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a tough one. You're like, oh, fuck. I hope they grow back. <laughs> you just have rocks in there instead of teeth. It's like, yeah. it just grows back a rock. I just it had pushes uh, it out. I had wooden teeth like old George Washington. <laughs> That's a myth. <laughs> I have wooden teeth. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I right. could have got a sick grill, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you were working on it. Yeah. You definitely knocked out the first part. You got to get the gold shit. I'd be vanilla spice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know how to top that. That's mm-hmm. that's breaking the rules and then paying hard. Yeah. But not... And immediately. Yeah. Paid hard and immediately. That's, that's <laughs> instant karma, but not karma because you're a yeah. kid, mm-hmm. but I guess. And it's like, <laughs> I, for my dad, too. That's a little like, overkill. It's one of those, it's like impossible for him not to say, I told you so, right? Like, he's so mad when he got home. Like, he was concerned about me, obviously, but I could tell he was just like, what the 
fuck. How like frustrating. The yeah. one thing I told you not to do, and it could not have gone worse. Like, he was thinking, like, you'll skin your knee or something. <laughs> not knock out all your fucking teeth. Yep. Take out, take out the retaining money. wall yeah. with your face. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yep. All right, we'll top that. I, you know, I, <laughs> I can't. I honestly, if this is breaking the rules, you never did. I huh? don't. I, I was too afraid. Fucking Jesuit school. I was too afraid. Father, I was yeah, too yeah. afraid to break the rules. Yeah, she um, got beaten to death with an old phone. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. No, she had, know, she's always remember, looking at that thing. I do remember one incident. There's two. There's a makeup incident. I remember. Yes. Is that but, what you're going to tell? Well, um, there was one where I decided mom left me in the car. I was too. With the windows down. Uh, she left me in the car to run in the house to go grab something because she forgot, and my we had a super sport. Um, and she joyrided the fuck out of it. I was shit. two years old, <laughs> and I decided I wanted to drive, so I climbed over oh, the seat. Oh, you really did? I did. <laughs> I climbed, and this is... This, what I did basically was just put it in gear, because it was, it was in park. Um, was it on the on the it column? It was on shifter? the column, <laughs> oh, and I put it in gear, <laughs> but I put it I put it in reverse. Yeah, it's and, the first one, <laughs> and it was it, it went really fast backwards across the street <laughs> through the neighbor's fence <laughs> and into their yard. Oh God! Yeah. Um, so there was that. But that's breaking the rules as a two-year-old. I, that two wasn't so really. There <laughs> You're was like, that. Can Tina come out to play? I know. <laughs> Since so I'm over here. I mean, there was like police involved. You know, there was all this stuff. Yeah. And I she and went I to jail know, for seven years. I know that that's mom was hard. probably. I know <laughs> mom was probably questioned. You know, why is your two-year-old in the car by herself? But this was like 1975. So yeah, they maybe didn't really care. They're like, why isn't they your baby deal. smoking? Yeah. Um, why didn't you just strap her to the roof? But the only the other time that I broke the rules was when I was really the first time that I really broke the rules is I snuck makeup I wasn't allowed to wear makeup um, until the rule was I couldn't wear makeup until I was 15 and so I was in the 7th grade so I was what 13 13 Mm -hmm. years old and I decided I was the only girl literally the only girl in my entire class that didn't wear makeup and I got a fun feeling I, you know, and this is like private school, you know, and, and, um, the only thing uniform type stuff, the only thing they can judge you on, everyone looks the same is by makeup and hairstyle. Yeah. Wasn't allowed to, you know, cut Even my hair brush or anything. Hair, yeah. And, you know, I was, I was, had to wear, um, when everyone else had Madonna hair, you know, Madonna from mm-hmm. like the, the eighties with the rubber bracelets and the curls, yeah. I'm in the I had French hair. braids. I had double French braids, so Those I was absolutely cool. not cool. Mm-hmm. They're, so I decided to cool. sneak makeup and wear makeup. And uh, you yeah. little hussy, <laughs> uh, I snuck it one day, one day, and that's the day my mother decided to come pick me up from school instead of letting me ride the bus. Awesome. That's the day. Can I ask you a question? What's that? How'd your makeup look that day? Were you good at it yet? I, I, Do you look like a clown? All I wore. <laughs> see, that's just it. Everyone else had all this makeup, and I was weird about it. All I did was put mascara and eyeliner on. That's it. And you got that's fucking all I did. Info. I got fucking hammered. Like grounded. Oh, like drunk. No, I got my <laughs> oh, no. So first of all, um, you have I to never, drink this whole bottle now. Or she won't as learn. as Wait, a child, I never. There's two things. I never wanted to be hit by my father because it hurt. Right. And I never wanted to disappoint my mother. Right? It hurt. Also hurt. Because it hurt. So on the ride home, mom was disappointed, right? 
horribly disappointed. Pillar number one, crumbled. Because I lied to her. It, you know, if, if you break the rules, that's lying. Yeah. You know? And then when I got home, she did what she never did. And it's, she never said, wait till your father gets home. Never said that until that day. Wow. Now, she was like, you deserve the your, wrath now. Wait till your get father gets home. Him. Right. So then dad got home and then I had to deal with dad. And um, that's the day that I had to go pick out my switch. I had to go oh, select my... For all you guys out there, not the Nintendo console. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's not Animal Crossing compatible. Yeah. Well, it's That's where... some psychological shit. Right. Man. I had pick to... out your own murder that's weapon. Yes, yes. It's yes. like digging your own hole. So yeah. I had to go out, and that's the, when I learned, and I wasn't thinking physics at this point. I, you know, I'm just thinking... Uh, I want to find a good switch. He asked me a thing. I'm going to find a good thick one, a good no, consistency. No, I figured the smaller, the better. Oh, nope. God. Uh, especially green nope. and small and better. No, basically, what Those I did you ever was heard I of a cat of nine tails <laughs> I provided a whip yeah. is what I did yeah he yeah. looked at this and he's like you sure yeah because <laughs> I wouldn't do and this I one. don't I don't remember but I do remember having purple marks on the back of my calves I'm sorry oh oh cool. you know it's I know you, you just still don't low. you don't break the rules so anyways <laughs> you don't have kids either <laughs> I agree With I hips. agree I never I, I didn't do that and I know my mother felt fucking terrible about it but anyways don't hit the littlest humans. I learned if you can. in that. I learned in that moment. If you ever have to pick out something that somebody's going to beat you with, make it massive so they can't pick it up, or they can't hit you with it that much. Don't pick out a green, really thin, willowy, because that shit hurts. It yeah. wraps around you. Okay, did, did you? Get... It gets you coming and going. So that was my. I didn't break the rules, and when I did break the rules, I was thirteen. Uh, and I don't think I broke the rules again after that. She's oh, man. still so never broken a rule to I this know. day. No, no, no. I, I have as an adult. I mean, but no, um, until I was 18, 19, 20, 21, I just was, just didn't. Hmm. Yeah. Just because, you know, it was, it was awkward and so weird. So you and... only got switched one time? My mother, um, she spanked me once because I used to have a really dirty room until I was probably in the fifth grade. My room, I didn't want to take the time to clean my bedroom. Right, like kids do. And my mom and my dad would obviously take it out on my mom if my room was dirty. I know that now as an adult. But my mom told me, she gave me a chance once, and she said, basically, I need you to clean your room. I need you to clean your room. So I cleaned my room. But before I did, she said, because I used to shove my shit in the closet and behind my bed. Uh, instead of picking it up, I would hide it. Out of sight, it. out of mind, Absolutely. baby. So my Clean mom, fuck. my mom told me, um, and this a couple of times, that's not allowed because there's inspection that takes place. Also, when you make your bed, there was inspection. I had a water bed, and my dad would come in and he had to bounce a quarter off my water bed. Oh it was a water bed, though. <laughs> what? But it's not the same physics as the military beds, we Dad. Uh, we figured it out, um, and <laughs> well it worked. But anyways, um, he would come in and he'd inspect. So if I had shit shoved somewhere, I know Mom heard it. And he probably wanted to punish me, but mom protected me from the punishment, so she probably got it. So she comes to me and she says, all right, I want your room clean. You can't shove anything anywhere. I don't want to find clothes in your closet. I don't want to find clothes behind your bed. In fact, I will spank you. You get a swat for every article behind your bed and in your closet that doesn't belong. Oh, 
That's fucking. This is what she told me, right? <laughs> Punishment. So engaged. you're like, how many swats is this blouse worth? <laughs> I once one one item of clothing is one swat. One book is one swat. Mm. One shoe is one swat. So so you got to economize it, right? Like a dress is kind of two articles of clothing. So <laughs> them together though. Yeah. Make, make sure I you put the socks and you pair them up. I didn't believe my mother. <laughs> put three obviously. socks together. Mm-hmm. So I took all the clothes that was on my floor and I shoved it behind my bed and I Called shoved it in the closet not even intentionally calling her bluff I just wasn't taking her seriously I don't know so then she says is your room clean and I said yes and she said are you sure <laughs> and that's when you should have yes. realized <laughs> yes I am sure oh, are yeah. you sure you didn't put anything behind your bed in that moment I knew I was in trouble because yep. I was like yes <laughs> she knows <laughs> <laughs> and so she walks in my room and she looks around and she goes and she looks on the side of my bed and she goes, oh, Nikki, 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 Nikki. <laughs> and I just started crying and she's like, okay, there's a SWAT for every item. And she starts pulling these things out and counting them. One. one. Uh, we got uh, to like 38. 38. Uh, yeah. Uh. And she's like, and I'm just loose. I'm like jello on the floor. I've lost it. I'm punishing myself at this point. <laughs> You've already point. started spanking yourself. I know. Yeah. I'm just I'll like, do it. I'm like sick to my stomach, almost ready to vomit. And then she looks at me and she says, okay, I can't, I can't hit you that many times. I mean, that's child abuse. I, mean, I want to, but I my arm's tired. I can't hit you that many times. So we're going to spread it out over a month. <laughs> so basically... Plus interest. Yeah. She gave good. me nine swats. I got okay. nine. All right. And the thing that I do appreciate about my mom is that even though I don't believe in really like beating your kids, um, I appreciated the fact that she didn't hit me to hurt me. It's not like she swatted me to cause pain, unlike... You know, other people that I've seen, they think that it's the pain that gets their kids. I think it's more the disappointment. I don't know. It's the psychological trauma. It, it must depends be. on the kid. It must does. be. It depends on the kid. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways. Some kids, you have to strangle them to get your point. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hit some kids. Just kidding. <laughs> don't joke your children. All jokes. We're not pro. So, okay. So, that was, um, that was the other time that I broke the rules, is that time. Okay. So, you've been hit a couple times as far as the, the paddle. So, you've had a switch in a hand. A switch in a hand, did ever. You get, did you get paddled? I never got paddled any with anything. Getting, getting my switch teeth knocked out wasn't enough for you? No. <laughs> did you get spanked for getting your teeth knocked out? I got spanked for not breaking the rules. I did get spanked one other time, the only time my dad ever hit me. For not breaking the rules? For Well, I'm not the one that broke the rules. Okay. My you want to tell fr- it? My friends were the ones that broke the rules. Oh. And He's he... Punishing you for your choice of friends. I guess we were moving and they were doing stuff that and I kept telling them don't do that don't do that well they kept doing it so my dad literally barged into my bedroom had me spread like like he's a police officer you know where you have to spread your feet apart and put your hands on the wall sorry that's creepy well he did and then he took his belt off and hit me with it okay um but he in his anger didn't realize it was the wrong end so he was beating me with the buckle holy (laughs) ha 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 Jesus Christ, yeah. dude. That's like, that's not, how do you not realize? I don't like, know. Just, I, don't I was know. so mad I didn't realize I, got, I was beating you to death with metal. Yeah. It, it was <laughs> I was probably ass. real sober. It was my ass. It wasn't, and it was my butt, but and he only hit me twice, so. Okay. After he realized what he'd done. I, yeah. Yikes, bro. Was he yeah. sober? Well, that's not a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, my dad wasn't a drinker. That's right. He yeah. did all this shit sober, so. He's just a nice, uh, <laughs> but you know, breaking the rules, childhood rules. You know, there was that one, mm. but those are really—that's really it. I mean, maybe you're a good kid. 
Or we can you tell. were good at getting away with it? <laughs> no, I was too afraid to get caught. No. I was so too so afraid to get caught. So the crossed your mind. We're like, I could probably... Yeah, you know, I start, didn't start getting really kind of angry about it until I was about 16 or 17 when I'm like, fuck that. I want to go out with my friends and I want to do stuff. Well, you started plotting when you did the makeup thing. You're like, it's a multi, multiple, multiple step thing. Yeah, I did. Did I you was have any 13. more of those where you're like, Mm-mm. okay. No, not after the bruises that I had to hide from fucking PE. Nope. <laughs> oh, boy. Fuck that. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> I was in my bedroom starting fires to see if I could get them hot enough to melt pennies. <laughs> he had a little fucking forge in his room. I'm going to make arrowheads and start oh a war. That's exactly awesome. what I was thinking. <laughs> arrowheads. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fucking fill my quiver. I'm making arrowheads and throwing knives out of fucking currency baby let's mm. go makes sense I'm it like, made of sense the smoke was an issue that was my undoing was that because it was your bedroom <laughs> in my bedroom in the middle of the night with a fucking dinner plate are you kidding me your, dad, no. your oh dad's my God. just sitting in his in his chair like my son's the reincarnated blacksmith that i used my great uncle blacksmith jones yep and then Touch uh me. by the time i realized this wasn't going to work the plate cracked from the heat and uh, then I had a whole other, my room's full of smoke. And that was the first house no smoke detector down. in my room, obviously. So, I was, <laughs> so I'm just sitting there choking on probably carcinogenic fucking yeah. copper as fumes. A, as a parent, it's like fucking that really yeah. of all the things. Yeah. Get the get a drum set or something. Like get a, into fucking horses. I had a lot or some of things shit. like that. Like me and my buddy decided to roll up fucking. Like, you know when you sharpen a pencil and you get the mm-hmm. shavings? Mm-hmm. Rolled that shit up in a piece of college rule lined paper like a fat blunt and tried to smoke it. What? And got caught. And, like, you'd be like, what, are you guys doing drugs? No, it's pencil shavings. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> I would rather it was drugs. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are not reading the labels on things, are you? Like, Any of the I don't know how a drug works. I just know you roll a shit up and smoke it, and it's supposed to be rad. <laughs> I don't believe the propaganda. I'm going to smoke everything. Oh Fuck gosh. y'all. I'm doing the I opposite. remember one incident with my children um, that... You, your kids do these things where you know that you should probably tell them not to do those things. Yeah. Um, but, but you're like, surely they'll piece but, that together. But also, you know, it's fucking funny. And as a parent, <laughs> it's really hard not to bust out laughing sometimes. Yeah. And I realized that my daughter used to just terrorize my son, yeah. terrorize this poor kid. And he finally had enough. He was eight years old. I think it was right before his eighth birthday. And I hear my daughter down there doing something and there's banging going on and there's she's yelling and he's crying and I'm just upstairs like, fuck. I go downstairs and I'm like, stop, you guys. Knock it off. I don't want to hear another word. Go back upstairs. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, five, ten minutes go by and then I hear this bang, bang. Bang, bang. And then my daughter's like, bang, bang. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I went downstairs and my son is standing in this hall and their bedrooms were positioned kind of kitty corner from each other, but they were across the hall from mm-hmm. each other. And the bedroom doors opened inwards. Mm-hmm. So what he had done and he's standing in the hall and he's got this mischievous look on his face, kind of like a smile, but also knows he's in trouble. And he's kind of teary because he knows he's going to get his, you know, he's going to get his ass chewed. He's like, I, I did the math and I decided it was worth it. Yes. You could see the look on his face. He's like, I'll take my punishment, but enjoy the moment. Mom. Yeah. And what he did was he took a pair of my work pantyhose 
and he tied one leg to the doorknob of his sister's room and stretched it across the hall (laughs) and tied it to his doorknob and then banged on her door. And then she couldn't get it. And then she couldn't get it open. (laughs) And she was pissed. And I hear her going, Mom! And I'm like, Brittany, I'm right here, honey. I'm right here. (laughs) And I'm trying not to laugh. And my son knows he's in trouble. And I was like, did you do this? And he's like, yep. (laughs) <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I, I said, what, what? And Brit's screaming, right? And I said, well, what happened? And he's like, she hit me. And I'm tired of her hitting me. So I put her in prison. And I'm, and you know, in my head, I'm like, that's valid. That's yeah. under valid. Right? I'm like, yeah, he, yeah. she does. <laughs> me, right. We've, we've witnessed that a few times. Here. Yeah, you know what? We're going to leave her in there for an hour. That, and, then, and then you'll be in trouble. <laughs> and I remember in that moment thinking to myself, God, do I untie it? I know, right? Do I let her out? Because she's pissed. <laughs> Right after Here, the- she's like 10, you know, <laughs> release the Kraken. <laughs> Do I let her out? Because my God, she's going to go after him the moment I go upstairs. Yeah. What's Come funny? on, son. We're going to let her out real quick. And then we're going to run up the stairs really fast and put up the baby gate. <laughs> you stay. It's funny that the door is such you got a chair like a lion. Hammer. Yeah, back. Ah, ah. Big time. Well, when I met you guys, the door was off of her room because she wasn't allowed to have the. Oh, yeah. There's all sorts of stuff with doors. I had family. to take her door away. More door stuff. I and I didn't want to take her door away, but it's much better. It's much better than beating your child. <laughs> you just take the door because she was slamming that door so much that she was shaking the house and she was breaking things. So I, I got sick of the door slamming. So she lost her door. <laughs> I just took it off the hinges and put it away. Like that's it. You get a curtain. <laughs> you know, I was right. constantly seeing like I. You had to define the rule like i needed an appendix and and an annotated bibliography on all the rules because like if i could find a loophole i'm like you said Mm -hmm. like i had a a rule reminded Mm -hmm. me it was like if i had a a, like my girlfriend over Mm -hmm. any girl doesn't matter but my girlfriend specifically and we were in my room we were allowed to be in my room but the door had to be open that was the rule my dad said you can so, be in there. But did he say it needs to be open so much the door handle nope. touches the wall behind nope. the door? Oh, see, that's see? the kind of shit I had to tell right? Britt. Yeah, I, and I was the same way. He's Absolutely like, the door has to be defined. open, so I would close it. Yeah, about you know quarter of an inch, mm-hmm. and, get, and he and he and he'd come in there and get all mad, and I'm like, it was open. He's like, dude. Do not do this with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a loophole. Goddamn, we're going to reconfigure this goddamn thing soon. Don't act like you're stupid because you're smart enough to do this stupid shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a frustrating child you were. Goddamn, yeah. no. Yep. Yeah, with, with my daughter. My son, honestly, our son never really broke the rules. He's the easiest he really kid never, to raise of I mean, he never did. Um, I think he had a bad attitude on occasion, but it was like, oh, yeah. I can count them all on one hand. Mm. You know? I can count them on a lot of hands. Well, you, <laughs> I was the stepdad. you were the stepdad <laughs> yeah. and you were from 14 on, actually no, you were eight from, on, yeah, I was but still, I mean, at that 14 year old age, you know, oh, yeah. you, I didn't have to really deal with him at all. He was with you a lot of the time, you know, mm-hmm. I was working a lot, but, uh, my daughter, yeah. She was a problem. <laughs> she had a different kind of spirit. You're like, I already did this with the worst one. You can deal with the good one. <laughs> she was, she would, she, well, she broke my nose when she was 18 months old. She threw a fit because That's she epic wanted, foreshadowing she if ever wanted, I've heard she it. wanted to eat and I was unloading groceries and she was on the floor throwing a fit and I was trying to reason with this 18 month old and she picked up one of those big jars of baby food. You know, the big tall ones. She and used, she hung she it. She the mama. 
She, she used hucked, a blunched, oh, a projectile. She hucked it at my head. <laughs> it's kind of and a, it just hit me perfect it's kind right of a, between the eyes. Kind of impressive. Yeah. yeah. And I had, I walked around for like a week with these black eyes and this big bruise. She broke, she basically didn't break my nose, but she separated the cartilage from my skull. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, boy. What yeah. happened to you, baby? Yeah, well, yeah. see, my, infant, my totally. infant has been moonlighting with the KGB, apparently. <laughs> it was just evidently, it was because I had, I was living in Colorado at the time, and I had to go to, it's called Chicago Clinic. It's this little, little tiny, we were up in the, way up in the mountains, and it was just this small doctor's office. And he looked at it, and he went, yep, your nose is broke. Mm. It's like, oh, lovely. You're like, I feel that. that. Yeah, can we fix it? My daughter it did that, you know? <laughs> and he asked me how it happened. And, and his, the doctor says that it was probably the lid of the baby jar mm-hmm. because of the positioning. And it hit probably just, just hit right. just right. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what they teach you in the KGB. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. This is perfect. Pinpoint accuracy. <laughs> yeah, this woman is now almost, uh, she's going to be 30 this year, I think. No, 30. She's going to be 29. And she's now just she's breaking noses everywhere. I she bet goes. she is. Dirt <laughs> bikes and fucking race race trucks and her kill count has gone up since eighteen months. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> well, I got one little short story. Oh, that. I'm sorry. No, I no, totally no. monopolized. Go ahead. Uh, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, we're just riding. Oopsie. But we are coming to the end of the ride. And I do want to hear what Shaden learned this week because that is uh, things I learned this week. It's no. back, baby. Yeah. Yay. Um, I'll do a quick one. I may have even told it here before. Better not be lame, dude. It is lame. Don't there make it is. lame. We talked about serious I can't, shit. I'm not going to beat I what talked you guys about said. being fucking abused. So yeah. you go right well, up. Well, I don't want to talk about those things right you now. Want to talk about yours. <laughs> what I will Where's talk your about. abuse story? What I asked you guys was different than what you guys gave me, I think. Okay? Did you I get was like, beat, Zach? Yes, I did. No, I, in this instance, yes, I did. Uh, so I guess this is a beat story. You ready? Yeah. yeah. My dad wasn't really a beat, beat my ass guy. Yeah. I mean, he he got his ass beat by his dad so he was mm-hmm. like I'm not hitting my kid and I appreciated the shit out of that but sometimes I pushed him yep. <laughs> this is I'm one of those so times. shocked by that <laughs> well I had I was little little and I had a neighbor girl that was my friend and we were probably five and six or something like mm-hmm. that and my parents owned a, they had a couple of businesses but one of them was a uh, pet store and it had business cards and I thought they were really neat and I went around I had a whole lit like when you get business cards, they give you a little sleeve for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it flips yeah. open and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm a policeman when you're, you're sick. <laughs> Zach was an entrepreneur even then. I was. <laughs> this is weird. My dad did set me down that road uh, because I'm, I'm walking in my cul-de-sac and I'm like, you know what? I want to go to Chester store, which is like a mile and a half, two miles away from where my house was. But I knew where it was. We rode our bikes down there every once in a while. I get permission. But I was by myself and this girl mm-hmm. who's younger than me. And I was like, let's go door to door. And sell these business cards. One business card for a dollar. And I went to every house. Perfect. Not one motherfucker sold me anything. I didn't sell one. I would have given you a dollar. I know, right? (laughs) I would have given the kid a dollar too. I did get, I had like a dollar fifty or something. So I was going to the store regardless, but I wanted to. I would have given you a dollar. I know, right? I was disappointed. And they were nice business cards. (laughs) Uh They were nice. There was like glossy and it was also puffed up. And this was the 80s. This was nice (laughs) shit. They were embossed and glossy. Fucking, it was called Thunder Mountain Dog Supply. They had cool mountains on it. Thunder Thunder, Mountain. Lightning. Thunder. thunder, They couldn't hear the thunder. Oh my God. (laughs) Anyway, so we did that. And I I don't think I sold one thing. But we ended up making our way to Chester Store. And again, five, six years old, going through really busy areas. 
very pissed off dad. On the heels oh, of your yeah. first failed business venture. <laughs> <laughs> Many to follow after that. <laughs> I learned how to lose real quick. I learned oh that God. no is okay. It's not the end of the world. Although the first time I was like, I didn't take no for an answer with this guy. And he's like, get off. You know, could you, you could leave basically. But I'm like, no, I mean, it's a really good store and you can yeah. just have this car for a dollar. <laughs> three hours <laughs> later, three hours later, little Zach's three at the corner bar later. binging apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't make a sale. My wife's on my ass. <laughs> Your friend's like, can we go home? <laughs> but I remember, so we You're made like, it. like, I really needed that commission. <laughs> I made it to Chester store, and this was a time when the candies that were in the store were the, like, five cents and, like, the, the mm -hmm. fireballs and yeah. the lemon heads and that kind I of shit. remember that. It was Piper's convenience store for me. Fuck yeah. Nope. We all had that candy binge moment, the pilgrimage to candy. Quick aside, which one was your favorite? Uh, fire! Oh God, fireballs! Fireballs, me. dude! Okay. I would sleep with those in my cheek. It was weird. I'm surprised I'm alive. I'm right. not a smart man. I was not a good smart kid either. We all did shit like that. Yeah. Mine was the root beer bottle ones. Ooh. Remember those? The, the ones that the, the, they bite off? No, the the ones? the ones that were like gummy kind of, oh, but yeah. they tasted just like root beer. Those are good. Yeah. But those were more advanced. Like when I was a kid, they were like my dad's candies at that store. It was like- they have lemon heads? Yes. I was into those too. And they had, you know, basically the Halloween candies that you throw out were like, oh, okay, I got two cents <laughs> That's left. That's where I'll they ended those. up. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay, so mine was- was pixie sticks oh yeah fuck it. and the, the those were advanced too though i snorted the lick, them, mm. the lick what are the lick of sticks that yeah. has a piece of candy <gasps> that you dip in the powder yeah, yeah what those, the fuck was, was that called lick them sticks lick yeah. lick a stick lick a sticks i think they're yes sticks, and they yeah. came in the big it yep. was like in a whole they had different yeah, a whole, flavors yep. a whole array i looks forgot like a about piano, those. like a piano keyboard Holy you could shit. rip the tops off and have different flavors those were my yep. favorite and then pixie sticks too I fuck yeah those. Those, so, until those you like, ate too many you were and into your the mouth dusty was raw. candy yeah. I was I was <laughs> see I just like the I don't know what I liked I like candy bars better than all that stuff but those were like two bucks so it's mm -hmm. like you're not getting mm -hmm. those and the gummy candies were even expensive so see, it's like I, you get hard candy I didn't get candy, candy hardly I didn't get candy hardly ever so when I did, it was they were called Neckos. Oh God, the depression yes. tastes like depression. <laughs> yes, I got those. This one, this to this flavor is fucking the Dust Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> well, those were the ones that I would get, and then as I got older, on very rare occasions, I was allowed the Pixie Sticks, but it was usually around Halloween. Oh my God, that and must have been sticks. insane. You're just I loved running it. around the fucking. Ah, I can read all the books. Ah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. My fancy candies were uh, Airheads. Oh, remember like they were just like those are the best. Gummy, yeah, I love those sticks. Those were also more. Like, ever had they, they kind of looked like a tongue when you put when yeah. you it put them in your mouth and a little bit was sticking out. There was like a bright, like it looked like a tongue. So you Who could, like, didn't in, do that? And then you'd pull it. And be, <laughs> <laughs> I'm awesome. I remember that. Waka waka. Airheads, yeah, they're delicious. So, but, what yeah, did so your I dad got, do? So I got a big bag of candy, and this girl is with me, and and that's the main problem. Is I'm leading this other child into like the danger zone, and it's like <laughs> my dad knows me. He's like, "You're a moron. What are you doing? You're another person. <laughs> Goodness gracious." But I remember he pulled up and it was like a Chrysler Imperial. Mm -hmm. Of course, he just bought it. Was, yeah, it was just he crazy. would be the Empire. We <laughs> she had a few of those. It, 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 all sorts of. Felt like that because I knew I was in trouble the moment I saw that Did he have a mustache? Dude, my dad always has a mustache. My dad looks like a cop from Texas. And he's got the glasses and I can the picture demeanor. it vividly from your little six year old perspective. Yeah. Oh God. It was, I'm still am a little afraid of that situation just thinking about it. Now, uh, but yeah, he showed up and he was not happy. He took us home, mm -hmm. and that was the only time I ever saw my dad like 
couldn't control himself. I mean, he didn't beat the shit out of me, but he kind of threw me around a little bit and I had to clean my room and I was grounded for like two weeks and all this stuff. And mm. But the worst thing was my dad didn't punish me with like beat downs, which I'm thankful for, as I said. Mm-hmm. But he spent all that time just talking to me, just lecturing, which I think is actually really cool. And it probably made me a blowhard bloviator. But a bloviator? It, like, cause <laughs> I, I have my dad's gene for talking a lot. Mm-hmm. You, know? you were bloviated at. I was bloviated. Yeah, bloviate fourth. My dad, <laughs> my dad's punishment for if I he caught me up too late mm-hmm. was to keep me up for three hours later talking to me about how it's bad to stay up late. It was awesome. It was <laughs> and really wake you up at the same time you had to be up. <laughs> Basically, yeah. always. It was for school or something. Uh, it's like, goddamn, dad. It's kind of actually. I, there's some logic to that I can say <laughs> <laughs> but that's my Lord of the Rings story to me as a kid I was like I went on a journey and all the other kids in the neighborhood are like you went by yourself I was like I did yeah. without the big kids yeah and they were like did you get candy I'm like I got it all yeah. <laughs> I still got the candy I'm grounded I can't see and I remember the, couldn't the, make a sale to save my life <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I brought that up I didn't we don't talk about the it's failure good. it's good to leave that out I think yeah. but, my, but my neighbor the neighbor girl she got grounded for the same amount of time the oh, parents God. combined they were like talking and I remember just sitting there talking this is the same time I smashed my thumb in the fucking RV oh, wow. talking to her across the fence about this I was like it was the exact same time because oh, then God. I went at the end of this I'm like oh late another week before we can hang out (laughs) 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 a week of not talking I'm questioning our friendship (laughs) (laughs) we make bad decisions (laughs) and she was right my mom says we can't hang out anymore (laughs) you're what's known as a bad influence (laughs) All right, so that's my silly story oh my god but that was the first time I really broke the rules I mean I I broke the rules that I should say this one too I think I've, I've said all of these at this point because we've we've ridden a lot. It's going to happen. But my parents, <laughs> one of the businesses they had, like I said, is a pet store, and it started off as just a show concession, a small mm-hmm. business where you're just kind of traveling where they go. And I did tell the story, but they would let me just run around, mm-hmm. and all the kids were weird as f- dog. Dog people are weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm weird because I'm a dog person. I come from that thing. Yeah. I'm a dog person. And they then. made us weird. Because I, I mean, my my dogs were my brothers and sisters, and my parents were like Mine serious too. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think that. I was like, no, that's a dog, and I'm a person. Yeah. But they were like, not really. I know it, yeah. man. I, my nana breeds and grooms schnauzers. Always has ever mm-hmm. since I've been alive to this day for like competition show dog mm-hmm. shit, Dude. and it's like serious business. What's the What's the movie? Uh, Best in Show. Oh yeah, it's fucking a B-I-S. very good documentary about exactly what goes on. Mm. Yep. It's very close to that. Uh, but anyway, lots of dog show stories I could I could say. But I and I, I know I've said the story. Basically, I threw rocks at, at at the same time there was a dog show. The next day there was a car show, and they started rolling in all these really nice cars. <laughs> I've told you the story, and I started throwing mud with this kid. And I knew it was wrong. You I knew it was stupid. Piece of shit. Yeah. And, I, and like, and the guy was like, "Hey, I'm from Texas. I'm fucking, you know." He didn't give a shit that I was six. Yep. He's like, "This is my money." Yeah. And I was I, like, "You and me are gonna fist fight, partner." <laughs> I don't remember what happened after that. I really don't. But I feel like somebody grabbed me by my pants and took me to my parents or some shit. Oh my god! And I remember it's, my it's parents. pistols in front of the saloon for you. <laughs> he's got for my dad. He's, he's, got you by, he's got you by the ass of your pants and the neck of your shirt, and he's ho- carrying you. I swear to God, to your like, parents. I I swear to God, I threw dirt at Boss Hogg's car. I swear to God, he didn't look like Boss Hogg, but the car had like the horns and shit. I'm like, that's everybody's like honking at the car. It's like the show car. I'm like, rock on the car. Fuck you. How about a big dent on the side of that bitch? (laughs) You know what this car needs? Some mud. Mud. It needs a more color of a different color. That's white. How about some brown? Very punk rock of you, dude. Oh my God. I felt like it. I went. (laughs) 
<laughs> Man, I would have got my ass fucking kicked if I did something like that. I, we were in. I don't think yeah. I'd still Good. be alive. I don't think I would have lived. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is I yeah. think I, I think I would have been murdered. <laughs> What's funny is I did get no lots of trouble. I would have been. I would have been aborted with a phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They would have at six. <laughs> he has a, he has it was a, a deferred phone. abortion. We, yes. we had to wait a few years to see how we we're gonna feel about it. Right. <laughs> I like the idea of him bringing a home phone just to just to threaten with. I will do it. I will take the rotary off and smack you with it. Okay. You're like in the car on vacation. Okay, so an extra phone. Just for clarity, nobody got hit with a phone I know. in my family. I know. The that phone you know ended of. up well yeah. that I know of. They didn't the survive to tell the tale. The <laughs> they had a big yard in Colorado. A lot this of phones. San Jose, California. I know. Right. We've already learned that you know how to bone garden. You had to pick <laughs> that shit up somewhere. Guess where, <laughs> guess where I learned. Yeah, no shit. All right. Well, that is that is it for that part. And it's now up to you to finish the ride. I forgot, about, I forgot about the bone garden story. <laughs> I told that last week, I know. didn't I? I listened. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's a weird kind of ride I'm on. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Baba Yaga house. Even when I'm not here, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know about the bone garden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was I was actually laughing because I knew those stories yeah. and like hearing you tell them, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Fucking human skeleton in the driveway." <laughs> you heard, you remember that one? Mm -hmm. Yep, and it is interesting because it really did look like. I mean, it's oh, twelve year old boy, fuck. it's fourteen year old boy. Yeah. That's what that bear looked like, except allegedly, the, allegedly, except the, except the <laughs> right. rib cage was different. It wasn't as round. It was more, you know, barrel. But anyways, moving on. I digress. Yeah, <laughs> let's digress. Brought up the bones. Bone garden. Yeah, so I learned a thing this week, you guys. What'd you learn? I learned that uh, there is a thing that is referred to as the pastry war. This is oh, a real thing that happened. I forgot in what it was, and now that oh just tickles gosh, me. Oh my gosh! This is a war that was fought over pastries. Oh my god! Where people died. This really happened. Are you like, kidding? Like me? a lot of people died. It was a year-long affair. Over pastries. Over please pastries. God, right? let it be Over like, a flaky crust. Please really? be, let it be Danishes versus fucking donuts or something. So, if you had to guess, who's going to fight a war over pastries? Belgium? The French. In, the, in France, yeah. Okay. The fucking French. Okay. Of course. And it's just France? You don't, Is you it don't a mess. Civil war? You don't mess with. You don't with, mess with a French pastry. You don't, <laughs> you don't mess with the beignets. And the or, beignets. Or their cheeses. <laughs> not mess with the cheeses either. Yeah. So, this happened. There was a French guy. Um, who it, he lived, he was living in Mexico and okay. he was running a pastry shop, right? So, um, <laughs> Mexico's involved, crocky, yeah, yeah. So, this was this was the first French intervention in the um, first Franco Mexican war, it was, it was the first French. You know, mm -hmm. incursion into some Mexican affairs. What, what right? time frame are we looking at here? Um, it was 1838. Okay. Yeah, 1838 okay. to 1839. Right? All right. So, this guy was uh, living there, running his pastry shop, and some Mexican uh, armed forces came through his shop mm -hmm. and just trashed the place. Like they were just being belligerent, Dicks. and yeah, they were right. being <laughs> they were being assholes. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, this is I don't know his first name, but his, his, he's known as Monsieur Remonte. Right? Okay, so Monsieur Remonte's fucking pastry shop, okay. <laughs> and and these guys trashed it. So he went back to France and complained to the king of France at the time, and was just like, these guys did this shit to me man like they i had a i was doing great and they wrecked it and and so the, 
Oh the, no. The the damages the like the to his shop was why he had to close it up because he couldn't recover. Like I, like they wrecked it so bad. It was like something to the tune of six thousand or sixty. I wish I had it in front of me. Uh, Francs. It A was, lot of money. It was pesos, right? Because mm-hmm. he was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So so it was sixty thousand pesos. I just looked it up. So the damage was uh, sixty thousand pesos. Um, is what he valued it at, right? So right. he goes back to the king and says, "Where well, they fucked up my my pastry shop?" <laughs> and uh, I don't care. And you. so the king was like, "Yeah, that's fucked up." So he got a hold of Mexico and was just like, "Listen, you guys are gonna pay our boy six hundred thousand pesos." Oh, rocky fuck! At this point, because you didn't make it right. Oh, and if you don't, then we're going to blockade the entire. Gulf of Mexico and cut your fucking trade off. Oh my god, over a pastry shop. Over a pastry this feels shop. like an excuse. He's like, I want to fuck him over. 100% but it was perfect. a fucking yeah. excuse. Oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah. so Mexico was just like, what? Get fucked. Oh, really? <laughs> no way. Yeah, Mexico. Yeah, they're like, we're not paying you six, because at the time, to put it in perspective, 600,000 pesos was more than the annual income of the entire Mexican military. Oh. Okay. So it was oh, a lot okay. that they were asking for right. for this fucking pastry shop. That was a pretty expensive pastry shop, yeah, too, though. That was worth grand. probably really only like a thousand pesos at the time. Okay. But, you know, I don't know. Six thousand or sixty thousand was fucking up yeah. every kind of math yeah. at this point. So, <laughs> so here's Monsieur Remonte mm-hmm. over <laughs> in France, over in France now, mourning the loss of his pastry shop, you know, chilling. Mm-hmm. He. This so the king sends over the ships when Mexico's like no we're not doing that he was like okay I'm a man of my word oh my god sent really? the entire fucking French navy to go and blockade the Gulf of Mexico and cut their trade off entirely oh shit <laughs> right? we'll so no more medicine me- uh, so Mexico looks up at the states and is like hey <laughs> look at what they look at this is over a pastry shop look at what they're doing and the states was just like. France has helped us out a lot. Yeah, lately. the states were just good. like, "Good luck." The US <laughs> were like, we just made to big, be you. Yeah. We just bought. Maybe half you should have fixed it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't erect a have space fun show. Storm in the castle. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Right. So, so there is a. So it, it gets cut off, and then so now Mexico's in this position where they're smuggling shit in to the country through Texas. Oh wow! Right? Okay. And it was they were coming in via Corpus Christi. Um, which was then part of the Republic right. of Texas. Right. And <laughs> so then the Texans were like kind of, they were like, oh my God, like France is going to come and block our ports too, mm-hmm. you know? So they they started patrolling the Corpus Christi Bay, hunting these Mexican smugglers. Oh God. <laughs> we have a fun history, don't we, in this world? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Right. So, and there's apparently there's still a, 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 a town that was like a cargo bay at mm-hmm. the time in Texas um, and it's called Flower Bluff to this day because of this incident of them smuggling flour through oh into God. Mexico <laughs> through and Texas. It's, it's an actual bluff but also the bluff. Yeah, you see one of them thought of that. They're like, I'm smart. I'm a good one. I punned. So this was yeah. and this went on for two years? One year. One yeah, year. Yeah. Well, this this portion of it, this this part of the battle that was allegedly over the the pastry shop, it went on from uh, for one year, and so Mexico at this point, they're like, we got to do something about this because right. we can't have our entire trade cut off. It's it's going to kill our country. So they 
um, this guy, uh, he was known for his military leadership um, named Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana. Mm -hmm. He, uh, without explicit government authority, decided to bring himself out of retirement and go take it to these fuckers. And that's how Zorro was made. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. So so he was like, so he offers his services to the government of Mexico and Mexico is like, okay, get rid of them by any means necessary. Oh no. (laughs) Okay. So, so this guy leads. How much damage can one guy cause? Right. Well, so this guy leads the entirety of the Mexican forces against the French and fought the, at the battle of Veracruz in 1838. And, uh, uh, he ended up getting wounded in the leg by grape shot and had to have his leg cut off over this shit. Um, oh my god, over croissants. Yeah, <laughs> over croissants. Uh, I hope they were good. I watched they're the worst. Nobody liked him. That's why they broke it. They're like, this. He's terrible. He's poisoning us. I woke up and decided I wanted a croissant. croissant. <laughs> so I went to the bakery and got a croissant. croissant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, this guy goes, fights, grape shot to the leg, gets his leg cut off. That's what he came out of retirement for. Over a fucking pastry, pastry. shot! Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a fun thing to learn That's for the week. fun. Right? I didn't know that. Yes. So, no, I couldn't imagine And they that. used that. They were using his, his leg wounds and shit to... That was like the source of their propaganda at the oh, time. Oh, God. In the, in the midst of this whole... Fucking pastry war! <laughs> I can't imagine what the pa- when they were actually talking about the pastry stuff in the propaganda. Yeah, I have like, a these were delicious. Had this was ruined. I have a question. Never get the What's your question? Back. What? Why did the Mexican military trash the shop in the first place? It, they weren't good. It sounded. Yeah, it was probably shitty. But was, it, was the owner just being a, a, like a mouthy asshole, and they just wanted to? Was it? I mean, it's one of those things, right? Like it, to be a fly on the wall, you know. Okay. Maybe, maybe he deserved it. M- maybe not. Um, well, obviously he was a little bitch because he went back and tattled to dad. Well, they yeah. totally <laughs> yeah. They made it. Yeah, they took well, the walls down. I guess. And and not to mention that. So this war was in 1838, and. Granted, things move slower then. You have to sail across ocean mm-hmm. oceans and shit, yeah, right? The king wasn't calling Mexico but, like, hey, Mexico. But these guys, it was the the story was that the Mexican officers looted his place, right? So they were okay. there to, you know, take his shit and trash. So they what were was just left. being assholes about so it. That's just the story. Okay. That's the story. Okay. Yeah. But that happened in fucking eighteen thirty two. What? Yeah. Yeah. So that was. So it was six years later that he finally decided to tackle. Eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Big ass ocean, lady. Weird. Yep. Atlantic's big. It doesn't take that long to sail the France. It does not. It absolutely does not. (laughs) Could have done it many times. Months. Yeah. (laughs) He could have rowed in a rowboat (laughs) and made it there sooner. Yep. He walked, all right? <laughs> he waited for the cold he parts. He swam. Found icebergs. And floated on a log the rest of the way. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's a so, fun thing that's to learn. crazy. So, yeah, totally you know crazy. The, so the way it ended was uh, the French forces withdrew in 1839 because they worked out a peace treaty. And as part of said treaty, the yeah, Mexican government agreed to pay the 600000 
pesos. Whoa. After all of that, wow. they agreed to pay it as damages to French citizens. Um, and then they worked out some future trade commitments and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, how and much, they of, got that, a bunch how of, much of that 600000 went to the original pastry shop owner? Well, who actually probably died in the battle. Well, this is right. wild, right? So <laughs> this is this is the part oh, that sorry, cracked, me, cracked me the hell up. No, because you're onto it. So not only did they not pay any of it to that guy, <laughs> oh. they didn't. The Mexico didn't pay any of it, period, ever, and it was used as it was used as uh, just partial justification for the next war. That oh they my had. god, are you and, kidding me? And the whole time, apparently, from what I read, the whole time, Monsieur Ramonte is back in France, oblivious to the. They didn't even tell him they were doing all this shit. Oh my Nobody god. told him that they went to fucking war over his pastry shop until after it was oh already done. <laughs> they didn't want to give him the money. That's why. Yeah. Keep oh, out of the loop. Yeah. He'll take it all and he'll be king after that because yeah. that's a lot of money. So that's a thing that happened actually in history. You can look it up. It's called the Pastry War. That's crazy. And it's all true. We should be very proud of our ancestry. <laughs> oh my god, we're, we're killing it. It's like people are like, we just people we fight wars over the dumbest shit. Well, yeah, <laughs> top this. We, have, we, we do. And now <laughs> we have Flower Bluff. <laughs> we have fucking Flower Bluff. Well, can you imagine like one of the big war, like World War Four, is over some fucking. Uh, these donuts aren't very good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> France is like, we have done this before. <laughs> we have got the battle plan already. We've been training for this since the 1800s. <laughs> you guys didn't learn awesome. the first time. <laughs> Officer training school is named after the man. Oh my gosh. Viva la pastry war, round two. <laughs> 2.0. will be number one. <laughs> and it is the number one. Uh, fuck. Uh, this was a fun ride. This was fun. It was a bit of an extended ride. We went through all of the different kinds of roller coasters at the park, I think. I got I wet. So. I got we hot. Got, we got our money's worth. Somebody stuck. shoved it up to the second knuckle There's in the dark, upside knuckle. down. That's right. You know? <laughs> we shared it was too my much. own hand. I couldn't feel it. <laughs> it went numb. Shaden's feet went numb. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening and being with us on the ride. Uh, we do believe we'll have a bear boss soon. Like as I've said, yes. fingers crossed. We've got our fingers crossed. Probably won't be next week, but probably the week after that, maybe. Nice. He's probably listening, so probably make it maybe. happen, bro. Probably maybe. <laughs> you got lots of people that like to hear from you. I maybe you've opened your email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. So Zach's making you. promises for you, bro. I am. I just I always do that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a, I like ask people to do things on podcast. Yeah. Now that's how I am. <laughs> I asked a bunch of people to do. I, I asked both of you actually uh-huh. yesterday, but you guys haven't heard it yet. But uh, oh no, to do a Perfect. music show, Scatcast music show. Where you just introduce a unsigned band. That's all I want from you guys. You'd say, "Hi, I'm Monique from Just a Ride and Dipshit Files." Okay, I can say your name right, and and then uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> and, 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 I'm not, and I don't want you to I don't want you to I don't want you to find songs. We're gonna let the people send songs to us, and okay. we and we also know songs that, that we want to play and stuff for a while. But we'll need more oh, over time. Okay, and this might not work at all. I don't know. You but might really want to like write that out for me, so I'm aware of what I'm you're committed gonna, to without well, knowing what I'm doing. Well, Just ha- say no, thank you. That'll. <laughs> no, thank you. I want you to. No, thank you. Okay. Too bad. Too bad. Uh, you live where I live, and I you're know, in the you, microphone. You're like Here. we sleep in the same bed. This follow, is what we're doing. Follow after me. My, say your name. Monique. This is the ba- uh, the band Sovereign Citizen. What? I don't know. You just introduce a band and then we'll play it. That's all oh, it's going to oh, be. Oh, oh. It's going to be a Saturday show where people can chill. I was so confused. Just, just a minute. Zach, just get the phone. 
Get the phone. Don't get the okay. phone. Get the that's the thing. Bring me the phone. Say this. Bring me the Say phone. it into the microphone or you get the phone. Bring me the brick Shing. with the phone on it. I want the brick phone. I want one of those phones. Shing. I want one of those phones. That I'm going to, to a thrift store because we need that for this table. You know what? When you Shing. said that, yes, will you do that? Yes, we do. I When you said that, it, something clicked in my head. I was like, oh. God, that would be satisfying though, because of the sound. Yeah, right? it's the Just ching. ching. You're yep. right. You're right. It's, it's like a video game. It's the cracking sound of hard plastic and the ching of a bell. There's uh, nothing else like that, is there? Uh, Where you can hit somebody and it's ooh. like, oh wow, I just got a coin or something. Like, yeah, I would, I would record it and set it as my text alert and take my phone off silent ching. just for that. Oh my gosh, I would seriously like burst into sweat every time I heard that just from PTSD of my childhood. I'd be like, ah, all right, docking car. Under the table. Ah! I feel like we've aired out some shit today. You guys feel better? I feel better. I feel better too. I feel fantastic. That was a fun two hours, you guys. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, if you guys would like to keep the ride going, you can go onto the, what is it called? The Jargoneers mm -hmm. on Facebook. Jargoneers. And you'll find some interesting conversations there. We need uh, a theme song for the Jargoneers. We should. We should write one. We could do that. We should call up the Lilac City Nightmare Band. We should. They, they really are good at writing lyrics. Though. They're, they're cheap, though. They are cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they got a cheap engineer, too. They'll do it for, uh, yeah. It'll make it sound like... Ketchup, chips, and, and DDP. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and weed. Just bring the weed. It's like a quick reverse grip handy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the third album. We oh, wow. don't know that yet. All right, but thank you guys. Thank you to Jose Montez for hosting that and for all of you guys out there, the meme army that we have. The Skycast meme army is one of my favorite things that exists mm -hmm. in the world. Shit, yeah, yeah. And they are active. It's awesome. Yeah. It's very fun. Uh, thanks so to our battle scats. Battle yes, scats are battle the coolest scats. things. Uh, I'd, I'd like to say that I'm making t-shirts for all that, but we're way deep on the t-shirts that should be made by now. Yeah. One day I'm just going to be like, here's 80 t-shirts for you to pick from, and people will be like, yeah, uh, no. Uh -oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh -oh. Uh -oh. They're not good at business. No, thank you. <laughs> it's a bandwidth thing. That Yo, but speaking of the meme army, that... Uh, that fucking meme that you guys made where you took the no thank you guy. Oh so god, sure. and put your face on it. <laughs> that my was face so funny. It. Awesome. I got that while I was on my trip in Oregon and yeah. I was I was dying. I had to explain the whole fucking thing to my parents. Yes. I'm like, look at this, look at what they did. You made a fun conversation in Shaden's life. God damn it. That's no, what a meme you. is for. Could a meme have a better life? And by the way, my dad wants the shirt, so oh, shirt. I'd wear that shirt. I'd everywhere. wear that shirt. That's a good poster. I feel like too. it'd be weird for me to wear it, but I'd wear it. You should I mean wearing your own he wears his own face on okay, his chest every true. time he's wearing this is a cartoon. Shirt. It's true. And so is yours. Kind of. And Jim Cook drew it, so. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like we're trying to end the show, but it's just not going to end because yeah. we're having fun. So there. We keep now blabbing. Fine. Well, thank shut you. up. Fuck thank you, dude. Thank you to some own. people. You guys know who you are, but Trusted Turd Triad, we always like to thank them because yes, they're always yeah. doing stuff behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. That's Don, Chris, and Bodie. And one of them's on Facebook killing it. One of them's on Discord. They're all on Discord. Mm -hmm. And then Bodie's doing awesome stuff in the podcast realm in general. Mm -hmm. I want to send a shout out to PJ and Minnie for awesome. handling our subreddit. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Fuck yeah. yeah. I love Minnie. Yeah. PJ, I love you too, but Minnie. Minnie. <laughs> Sup, Minnie. <laughs> Sup, Minnie. Sup, Minnie. <laughs> See you. <laughs> There's so many fun people that are doing so many fun things. Yes. It feels like, uh, I mean, it's not just us. So that's always fun. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy thing to be a part of as a person that's tried a lot of things in my life. He's bloviating. Oh, God. Anyway. So, He's getting uh, all sentimental and shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we have a Patreon. And also, thank you to everybody who's, uh, yes. yeah. who's, who's sliding us some Patreon money literally for no other reason than you love us. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have nicer microphones because of that. Yep. And, yes. Uh, we have a nicer box and stuff. And 
we need better chairs and a office space. Speak for yourself. And my box was nice to begin with. <laughs> your box, your <laughs> box has been through a lot. Don't I know talk how about much her your box is, like that. I, I can say a few things about the box. I don't think I should, but I like it a lot. <laughs> All right. So thank you to the patrons. Thank you to everyone that listens and doesn't want to give us money. We fucking appreciate you too. Thank you for all the conversations you're having out there. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the last several weeks of incredible amounts Support, and yeah. thoughtful yeah. emails, your messages. Mm-hmm. You guys are fucking rad. Fantastic yeah. humans. Yeah. Hey, Zach, where can people uh, get a hold of us to do that shit? Just a radpod at gmail. It's just a radpod.com. Where else? Also at info at mm-hmm. so Shaden can't read it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Those you don't are... want Jeff and Shaden to read it, give it to me. That's right. Info at And then he'll tell us about it and I'll get mad at anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll filter it. Now you get to hear what I want you to hear. That's how I do this things. This is propaganda. What is this bullshit? Give me <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that's going to do it. As always, we're going to talk at you in the future. And it'll seem like the present. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. It's just a ride. Whoa, oh, it's just a ride. Bing. Oh, that was a sad.